0: It's time.
1: You are listening to Hoosier Backcountry Podcast. This is your host, Seth Whitaker. Along with me is your other host, Zach Browner. What's up, buddy? What's going on, brother? Another episode we're uh, recording here in the studio. Uh, Pretty good episode, I think, we got coming on. Got a bunch of content, and uh, we got a couple guests with us. How about you introduce them?
2: Yeah, man, we got two special guests with us. Uh, Best friends of mine, um, Mr. Todd Clements. What's going on, man?
3: Hey, how you guys doing?
2: And then my brother... Uh, Mr. Josh Bronner, morning, buddies. Cheers, mm. cheers, cheers.
1: It's a uh, what is it? It's uh, hey, eleven hey, o'clock. Hey, judgy. yeah.
3: I'm not that's judging. No, I, I got one open too, so don't. <laughs> <laughs> no worries there. You want to drink all day? You got to start sometime. You do. You do. That's right. That's how. That's
2: how you get it going. That's that's right. All right. So today we're really gonna jump into um, you know your season, like being a new beginner hunter. I, I say new, but you know you're four years into it or so, and you know I've hunted basically your whole career together even the early thanksgiving hunts that we all did as a tradition as a family todd's also been a part of it that's why i wanted him here as well with us you know me and todd were basically ride or die for you know since we were 12 years old so he's got to experience everything with it so we'll touch a little bit on um how you got reintroduced back into hunting really because like i said you you did thanksgiving hunts with us and that was pretty much it for you so what really fueled the fire of getting back into it
4: yeah, well, I mean, like you said, we did the Thanksgiving hunt every year, so I would hunt once a year, and I was like, this fucking sucks. It's, you sit up there all day, you never see a deer, it's right. cold, and it's like, I don't like this at all. Uh, but then really, in the last three years, really hunting a lot more, you go, you just put in the time every day, you see the deer. What it really came down to is me just coming and hanging out with you guys, being with everybody again, mm-hmm. being outside, putting the fucking time in to see the things, uh, Really, it was turkey hunting, though, because the first time that I had to go with you, you were still in high school. Yeah, I remember Mom said, well, somebody's got to go with him, and you fucking begged me for
2: three days. I was a grinder, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to get up at five in the
4: fucking morning go sit in the woods. This sucks. Hunting's stupid. And that first morning, that first fucking time, hammered back at me. I was like, this is bad fucking ass. Where's he at? Like, he's got to be close. Like, And then you scared him off, because we sat there, and we just chased them through the whole woods, and we never saw them that day until...
2: Well, I remember, was that the same time, too, when it was raining? Was, yes. Yeah, that's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, we, we, sat there, we sat there and grinded, and, and we we hunted, and it was raining, I was like, this kind of sucks. He's probably going to be like, yeah, this uh, never again. And then, you yeah. know, we well, saw the birds and stuff. It was
4: the first that. day it didn't rain. It was actually really nice, and we sat there, and we tried a couple spots out and waited, and I was like, man, this is really cool. Let's go back. Like, he had to be close. And then the next day, we went it rained, and I was like... Here we fucking go oh, again. Oh yeah, this is yeah. this is hunting again. So, yeah. uh, but I mean, yeah, really, that just having a little bit of feedback, which all it really came down to was time in the woods, mm-hmm. and then you go out and you see, it and you're like, all right, let's try it. And then you guys said, hey, we need a fourth. I was like, it's me. Sign me up. Let's let's deer hunt all year. And first
2: yeah. year, I ended up getting one. Right. Yeah. Because we we like to hunt together. You know, it just makes it more fun. And honestly, it's better with a couple couple eyes. You know, oh, yeah. more than two eyes in the tree you got four eyes up there so it's, it's a lot better and you know me and Todd we've hunted a lot together you and I have set together and then you know uh you want to touch a little bit on your your first kill yeah uh, I mean, first deer kill yeah we yeah, can we, talk about that one. let's
4: hear that story I want to hear it so uh well that's kind of kind of why I got back into it because the year before these guys were all like oh yeah we've been hunting it together and filming in the trees mm-hmm. and what'd you have like five six fucking misses on camera I had
2: six misses
4: and I was like and talk I talked I shit. had about
3: yep. four of those, but don't 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 say that part. Yeah, yeah
4: you
2: did. <laughs> I remember specifically too, like on the last miss that you had of the year, you handed me your gun. You said, "I'm fucking done."
0: Yep.
3: It kind of reiterates how good hunting can be, and then there's also times where you feel like, "Yep, this is my last time ever sitting in a tree because it's the worst thing that's ever in the world." The yep. Highs and lows. Man. That is yeah.
4: true. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I talked shit all that year. I was like. He's like, oh, we got another film. This is another miss. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I guess I'll come next year, and I'll just shoot one. <laughs> I'll and, get it done, uh, right, guys. I'll get it on
1: camera. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh
4: turns out it worked out. I mean, I got super lucky. You know, we went out, and of course, he did all the work. All I did was get dressed and get mm-hmm. in the tree. And we got out that morning late, and it was Halloween. It was Halloween morning. When that deer come out, I was like, shit, yeah, this is going to be my first deer. It's a buck. I was like, I'm shooting it no matter what. And mm-hmm. yeah, walks he walks in, and I was sitting there was like, don't fucking miss, don't be Don't be the seventh miss on camera, you know what I mean? <laughs> you talked all this shit, don't freaking, yeah. you know, don't miss. Yeah. And uh, ended up taking a beat, taking my breath, making a good shot, and finding it, what, a couple hundred yards?
2: Oh, he, yeah, he, as a crow flies, he wasn't even that far. I mean, he was probably 100 yards, because that morning, you know, that deer basically followed us up the trail. Yeah. Um, And he got out into the, uh, the field, and I grunted, and, bam here he came he walked right in think you stuck him at 17 yards and we thought we knew the shot was a little high but you got a long draw and I knew I knew it was I mean it it wasn't a big big deer so I knew you were going to get plenty of penetration on it was a little high but you know when I got down and looked and there was blood everywhere off of i I text Todd and I was like yeah it's Mm -hmm. a it's a done deal but I did lose blood you know we tracked it through that field and a lot of you guys that track stuff through high grass man, it's in my opinion it's so hard that
1: so you, you said you did get the on camera. Oh, I do have it. On okay, camera. I think I, I I think you showed
2: me that. Yeah, that's the with one me. with the flesh, and he's um the nocturnal. It's like that oh, purple oh, red, the purple red and it's yeah. blue. Yeah, yeah. I think I did. So because he the deer yeah. carried d- the deer carried the arrow. It wasn't a pass through. It was mm-hmm. a high hit. The deer carried the arrow and then he got into the the big saplings and stuff. And I actually found his arrow in February Dang. when I went back out because I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, I want to find this arrow. I know it's somewhere around here, but tracking through the tracking through the field and stuff, it got hard. And I know they come up through this, they, they like to go back through the pine thicket. So I went up to the pine thicket and I was headed that way. And I think I was on the phone with him because I was I was on, on the phone with Todd because I was running out of ideas. Like, I mean, it went to nil. I told him to like stay on the blood mm-hmm. and I was on the phone with him and I was walking up towards the thicket and I looked and I was like, oh shit, I found him. And I kind of ruined the surprise because he heard me on the phone because it was so quiet. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, come check over here. And he's like, what, for my dear? I'm like how'd you do and he's like, I heard you on the phone. And I, was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like,
0: shit. Yeah. So I've
2: been practicing all year. I knew I made a good shot. All right.
4: But that's the difference in a used bow tech with arrows off the shelf at Dick's Sporting Goods versus <laughs> what I had this year. So, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Hey, because it got the job done. Dude. It, it did. It did. All right. I yeah. mean, I think any bow that's for sale is going to kill a deer. if You're good enough with it. If right. you put it in a rice buck. What, kind
3: of, what kind of broadhead was that that you shot that first deer with?
1: First one was a chisel tip that's uh, what i
2: use I,
3: hey <laughs> i love the
0: chisel i do
2: i love the chisel tips. Uh, yeah. yeah
4: well let me tell you about my second deer that i shot <laughs> we never found foot chisel tips how about that <laughs> let's hear it <laughs> oh let's see that was not this, this past this... year but this was two years ago mm-hmm. and this is the inexperienced part mm-hmm. of me um because i can't see for shit half the time mm-hmm. so first thing i do when i sit in a tree I'm just clickety click with that fucking rangefinder. Yep. I make semicircles of where I can shoot and I knew where I am. And then I look and then I'm like, okay, this is where I don't want a deer to come. Like ever, I never want to shoot over there because that's where all the fucking deer are going to come. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm sitting there and I look over. Here's 35 yards to my right. Here comes the biggest buck I've ever seen in the woods by far. I'm like, I'm shooting this deer no matter what. Not even a question. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, stays right where I don't want to shoot, right on the right side. I get up, turn my whole body, getting ready to walk away. I'm like, fuck, you got to shoot. Like, he's not going to come any closer. And he starts to walk away the other way, and I'm just like, fuck it. Let one fling and hit him where I thought. I mean, he stepped out. I hit him right in the shoulder where I thought Mm -hmm. I needed to be. Uh, He took off, and, I mean, long story, we never found him. Uh, But it looked like I did everything that I've always done the right way or that I was told to do the right Uh way, shot it there. Where I found the arrow was probably 10 yards further back than what I would have thought, but I don't have depth perception, so I can't see shit like that in Mm -hmm.
1: the woods. So what was... uh said so that was a, a chisel tip. You said it was. What what the what was the condition of it after? Brand new. Oh, after uh-huh. never found it. It was broke
2: off. Oh, uh, broke off. He only inside. he only penetrated a couple inches. Yeah, it, it didn't go real far. I was, was straight. It was straight
4: straight in shoulder. Ultimately, yeah. I think I just ended up because he was probably ten yards
2: further than what I thought. Yeah, it just dropped down and hit right in the bone and never went through. I, I went down there, you know, after he called because he shot. You shot that opening day. That was day one. Yeah, opening day. They mm-hmm. that was their first
3: sit. I don't remember if we were we able were, to hunt. No. I think we weren't able to, and then... We were at the
2: house or something, and I said, like, shit. Well, you fucking <laughs> <didn't laughs>
1: You had three rules, and you already broke one. I can edit that out. You're going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going down there.
2: He's going to the other property. Like. Yeah, he's going to the other property, and I was like, we're going down there to see. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Might as well give the address. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's all right. It'll, it's, we can cut that out. It's not a big deal. But hold on, so we get
2: we. Re- I'll, just, I'll just cut that one slip. So this is all staying on. Perfect.
0: <laughs> anyways, <laughs>
1: we're
3: going to the other
2: farm, which not that it really matters because 750 million people drive by the place anyways. But I went down there and he only had two inches of penetration. I was like, yeah, it's no chance of finding it.
0: Right.
2: So we 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 did we tracked it for quite a long. You were with me. Yep. Me, yep. you, him, and. Randy. Uh, Randy was with us, too. We tracked forever that day.
3: Well, we actually did it that night, the same day that you shot it, and kind of got to a certain point. Remember? We yeah. Got to a point, didn't even really know where we were. Came back the next day and still tracked it after that and just never got any luck out of it. How much
2: penetration do you think you had? A couple coming? inches. A couple inches at most. I think the deer was, I don't know if it was quarter and two or quarter away, but it was turned real hard. Yeah. Uh, and I think he just hit it. Square, square the, in the shoulder, which I've done yeah. that before. Yeah, I mean, me if you're a bow hunter, you never shot one of the shoulder. Yep.
4: Yeah, he was he was quartering away. I mean, because he was turning away from me, going back the other way, and I was just like, it's now in my mind as a new guy, I'm like, it's now or never. Like, shoot at this fucking deer mm-hmm. and took the shot, and like, I said it just nothing worked out for it, but right. things like that make you put a lot of focus into learning and learning some of the more of the anatomy of the deer, and like, hey, now this time, now I would know what to do in that situation, right. Probably set back down and hang up the fucking bow.
1: Yeah, that's we think. I think we talked about that episode one. You know, that's another thing of hunting is it's um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Discipline. You know, Mm -hmm. it might be the biggest buck you've ever seen. I've been there. Yeah, I've made the same mistake. You know, I'm not I'm not dissing anybody here, but it's discipline big time because it's like okay, yeah, if I let this thing go, I might not ever see it again. But there is
2: a chance. Two weeks a month later he might come back in you get a better shot at him, as, as bad as I hate to say it too I honestly think it's a good thing when a good learning thing when you get that, that feeling of wounding a deer and losing it yeah like, it really makes you think on your next time you're gonna be out or to shoot again that this thing has to be perfect to where I want to shoot because that feeling is so bad yeah I mean, we've all done it. I've, I've lost deer. I think you've lost I've them. lost you, deer. I know you've lost some, too. Yeah. Just, it, it's, the feeling it, is just horrible.
3: It shows the growth that Josh has had since he started, too, mm-hmm. because we, we deal with it, you know, hunting with them all year long. He gets a little bit, you know, antsy to saying, oh, I should have shot, I should have shot, but he's thinking now, and he's making sure he has a good opportunity, which led to, you know, more, yeah. more opportunities. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I mean, you look at the night before I shot my deer when we were out in the woods. And I had another really nice big, I'm going to say eight-pointer. And I'm sitting there and he comes in. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And But then I'm also, I'm so scared now, or I was so scared and nervous about it. I'm like, okay, binos. Yep, it's definitely a buck. Yep, it's definitely an eight. It's bigger than my deer. Let's shoot. Uh, get my range finder to do this. And by the time I've done all this shit, he's turning away again. I'm like, well, this sucks. Now, right. I'm, Now I'm never going to have that shot. But that was the thing like you know he got by I probably would have had a shot at one point but I wanted to do everything right to make sure he is a shooter I
2: want to shoot him I'm gonna be happy Mm -hmm. and that's good too. that didn't um, get the shot right that makes me feel good you know that you are learning and listening to to what you know what you know for like us 20 year guys you know quarter and two shots or anything like that for us it's just like I'm not worried about it right. I mean we'll see another deer or something but for a beginner hunter I mean I was kill 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 oh me too if it was in the area <laughs> yeah I was doing whatever I could to get that arrow or about shooting with a gun or whatever mm-hmm. whatever I could to make that shot I was gonna make it happen
1: I mean, I'll be honest there was I had a it was a monster he probably would have been the biggest one on the wall well that's not mine either but it not that big but he was you know he was huge yeah Came out chasing a doe. Got him at 10 yards. He was quarter and two hard. I mean, dang, dang near facing me, right? And I was new into bow hunting still. I was probably four or five years into it and just worked up. It was just kill, kill, kill. Like, oh, he's there. Let's shoot him. Shot him. Actually, it was more like in the neck, but it kind of went and stuck in the shoulder. Never found the deer. He actually, he, he survived, thank God. I mean, yeah. but I was sick about it. But it was just, I was rushing everything, you know, instead of. Maybe seeing if he could, he, you know, I didn't know where he's gonna go. He just came, stopped. I was like, shoot! Instead of being patient, wait for a better shot, I just drew back and shot. The, That's it, it. It's hard. It's hard because oh, you see sure. a buck. You know, a deer really back then it got me excited. If it, it was a doe, I probably would have been the same way. But you see a buck that caliber, you just you just go mind. You know, mind blanking. Yeah, I'm, I
4: mean, I'm still like the day after I shot my buck this year, I had to doe walk in on me. I'm like. Heart's racing again. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's still there's a deer there. I still that shit right there. You cannot sell that. Right, no cocaine. I think, but other than that, <laughs> yeah, you know, right, right. allegedly. So I've heard. I don't know. I
1: have no idea, but <laughs> I've heard the same thing. I don't know. Well,
4: you know, it, it's just the rush, man. That everything goes, and that was that first year or the second year when I shot that buck and mm-hmm. he took off. I was like, this is the worst fucking feeling in the world. Like. Yep.
2: Man, it really took I did you.
4: everything right, and I didn't find it. You know, what I thought was right at that time, but like you said, waiting for a good shot. Mm-hmm. That is what I've learned in the short four years of actually going out weekly and every fucking day is that, you know, it is hard to kill a deer, but they will... If you don't have a shot, don't take it. Right. You're good. In my mindset, I was like, man, I've got 10 seconds from when this deer walks in. When he walks by me, I better be ready to shoot her. He's never going to come back. And then this year, I've been able... Especially tagging out early, mm-hmm. I could sit there and every time a deer come in, you know, and I'd sit there watching them. And this year there was a point where uh, I had a little spike come in after I shot mine. I'm like, would you get the fuck out of here? I got a piss and I'm trying to not blow up this spot. <laughs> right, like, right. Get, go. Right. You know, and that's a huge thing that when you first start, you don't know
0: mm-hmm.
4: the hell this is where they live. They're just going to hang out. They're going to walk around. They're going to give you, maybe give you a shot if you're lucky,
1: if you're living right that week. And if not, tomorrow right and that's something i had to learn too it's it's called hunting and not killing right right because when i went out there i was like i just want to kill i just want to kill something that's why i'm out here and there's a lot more to it i mean don't get i think everybody around this table wants to kill a deer every year right? yeah for sure but i much rather kill one and find it than shoot one i mean it maybe die but i never find it it's coyote you know coyote food that makes me sick that's a waste of deer you know even if even a doe it's a it's a waste of deer so that's, the, that's probably yeah. the hardest thing into hunting, too, especially bow hunting. Because, let's be honest, a gun, quartering quartering two shot, probably going to kill it. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. it, it, you got a lot of, depending on what gun you use, right? It's probably going to blow through that shoulder. It's probably going to kill it. And gun hunting, pretty much you see the deer. You,
2: you know you're in the it. game. Like yeah, it, right. It, it's it's going to be close. But I, I think a lot, too, like on beginner hunters and stuff, when you do get that first chance or you get that opportunity, I think, like, you know, for me, I was thinking, I may never, ever get another chance of this ever yes. again. But now being into this for so long, dude, I've had like 40 opportunities this year to kill deer. Mm-hmm. But I just watch them. But I think as a beginning guy, you're thinking, man, if I don't get this done now, today,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it could never happen again. Yeah. So and I think that maybe that plays a little bit into it. It of does. The, you know, the whole situation, the pressure of the shot, you know, you're with, you know, guys that have been doing it forever. And you want to you, you make a cow, you want to look like a hero, right? right. So. There's just a lot that plays into it, but you know, as as much as he's gone now, right. he knows that there's going to be more opportunities, right. and it was just like he said the time, sitting in the stand and shit like right. that. So, right. And yeah. even like to two years
4: ago, opening day, when I shot that buck and never found it, wrecked my season, broke my heart. It was mm-hmm. terrible, but I still went every time that we went after that. All we ever saw were little four-pointers, and I, I think we were Team Forky for a year, <laughs> and... Uh, because I'd made the decision, my first deer was a little seven-pointer, but mm-hmm. I had said I'm never going to shoot a deer smaller. Right. So even being able that year, I could sit there and watch all these deer come in. every damn time, my heart would race and I'd get excited. and I'd like, oh, cool, a four-pointer. All right. But just seeing the deer, getting it, knowing when I could shoot, doing things like that, led me to this year to be able to stay patient, do the right things. Even though that night before I shot mine, when I let that one pass, I mean who it tore me up mm-hmm. when I got home I was like fuck I was so dejected just like upset about everything texting these guys and I'm like man I should have shot him this and that and Todd goes yeah it sounds like you did everything right like you're learning this and that and Zach said yeah now we learned you won't shoot pussy yeah so, <laughs> I mean that was basically the text chain we had so right. the next morning you know, when...
2: brother yeah uh, this me. is my brother too for it's my older brother too so for yeah. to anybody listen I'm allowed to say shit yeah. like this. Right. this is my yeah. brother because <laughs> I want him to succeed I want him to do well I'm also gonna give him shit yeah. for it the entire oh, yeah. time. Oh yeah. So. Of course.
4: so to be fair, the next morning
2: I probably would have shot a fucking spike if he would have walked <laughs> in on him just to prove him wrong. But
4: right. you know. Yeah.
2: yeah so so yeah. leading out of that hunt, you know, you got your first kill under your belt and then, you know, the heartbreak of, you know, wounding one leading us into this year with you got a new bow, you got a new setup. Um What'd you end up buying this year? Matthews V three. Mm. Oh god. So I had
4: oh, it the gosh, year god. before, actually. I missed he's a smart well, guy. Well, I didn't miss, but <laughs> smart guy. here we go. Three. The year that I didn't find my buck was a Matthews two, but it was a chisel tip. Oh, so I switched to hypodermics. That's a beautiful one. <laughs>
0: hey,
1: it's all made by the same <laughs>
0: company. Look, all I know
4: <laughs> is they said a chisel tip will smash a fucking shoulder. I shot one in the shoulder and we didn't find it.
1: <laughs> well they say May. You guys all shoot you guys all shoot 60 pounds yeah. too, right?
3: Yeah. Or some yeah, of you maybe in yeah. 55 and like, that's the other like, part yeah, of the yeah like I said I that's also okay. went out this that's year okay. and bought
4: new arrows that were cut from like when I bought this bow this is the first time I went in I got measured did everything right mm-hmm. uh, I don't know all the science in it I don't know any of that shit but you know we did that we cut the arrows right I got everything ready for me and when I shoot now it's like man I know I can't see that great but I'm still shooting pretty good and right. you we put in the practice every year we go to Zach's
2: and we shoot and you guys grinded this year. I mean, I was I was impressed with both of you this year. You having, both shot a lot this year, yeah. which usually, you know, with me being at my house and stuff, where we usually right. shoot, I shoot all the time. But you know, when I called you guys, I was like, "Hey, I'm shooting tonight." You guys were, right. you were there, and you were practicing. You were shooting great. Yeah. You always shoot good. So,
4: and, and the difference in the bows, and you know, like I said, I had before I had that old bow tech that didn't have any lead off, and I bought a new one. My shoulder was kind of fucked up for a while. I thought I was going to have to go to a crossbow till these guys called me a pussy, and then I decided. <laughs> I'll just turn it around. down a little bit yeah. and you know figure it out. Right. I don't
2: know, but it still seems like I mean you know you with... are like six two two ten. I mean so. hey, you know you're a big boy. Right. We're yeah. tiny. How tall are you, Doug?
3: Uh, five foot six on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: five ten with boots on. So
4: you know, but it happens. And so you buy the right shit and you do everything right. You really get invested into it. Yeah. Because you want. I never want to shoot another one and
1: not find it again. Right, you want to. A, you want to um, up your chances. Right. Right. And then you want something that you're comfortable and confident in. And you know what I mean. If you don't have, if you're if you're, if you're shooting a bow that you're not confident in, maybe it's inaccurate for whatever reason. That you know this setup is not what you want it to be. Um, this can go on, right? You right. want something that you're confident in. When you go out in that woods, if if a deer comes out 25 yards and broadside. I know things can still happen because it's bow hunting, but right. you want to be
3: 99.9% sure that that's dead. Right. I want to take you're all of that out the of it. You're not worried about the equipment at that time. Right. Correct. That's, that, that's the variable yeah. you're taking out of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I don't
4: think, is my Walmart bow going to hold up or is my arrow going to snap in half? Like, I know what this arrow does. If I mess up, it's
2: me. Right. But you want that to be gone. Yep. I will say though, even though I, I don't shoot Matthews, I'm an elite guy. I'm the only I'm the outcast at the table because I know it's three Matthews versus one elite. But I will say that that, that new bow, he, what is a V? The V three, V three, yeah. That mm-hmm. thing, it is fast and quiet. Oh, I yeah. mean, I'll give it that. Mine just always sounds like, yeah. but it's, it's it's mine's a 2015 too. Yeah, but I'm one of those. If ain't broke, don't fix it. it. Yeah. So, so you
3: you <coughs> also know my philosophy when I talk about bows and that type of thing is I've worked for different archery when I was in school. Mm-hmm. I, I worked at an archery shop and they they had Hoyt and it was you don't see a big variance between each type of bow and especially now there there's little things there but it's more of like a aesthetic type thing it's not about what the actual bow can do and so the whole argument between what bow you shoot doesn't really matter to me it's, right. I personally like Matthews because back when they had the solo came before anything else really did it just the smoothness of it yep. mm-hmm. and I've always used it since then
1: Yeah, yeah. That's and that's how I am too. I think any really all the bows out there um, that are for sale really, they're they're good bows. Or they wouldn't be you know on the market today. Yeah. Um, maybe some better than others as far as quality or um, you know uh, uh, what's the word? Well,
3: it's more of what I always look at. You get more of your your retail side of it, and then you have your actual you know your bow shops. They're going to be totally different, right? Um, they're usually your 500 max when you go to about uh, to a retail <clears> store compared to you get in a lot more money there's just a lot more features they're a lot faster and yeah, yeah everything else you deal with it's your, more of an entry level when yeah. you go to a, like a retail store compared to a bow shop and
2: yeah. there's nothing wrong that, like entry-level if you if you're trying to dabble into it and see like is this for me or is this not for me mm-hmm. I, I don't blame you for not spending fourteen fifteen hundred dollars for a setup oh, yeah. I, I mean those bows will still kill a deer but you're going to get more forgiveness. You're going to get a better quality.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, when I started bow hunting, I didn't have a brand new bow. I didn't have the top of the line. No, nope, me neither. I think, I think my first bow was a hand down and it was a golden eagle. Yeah. yeah. My, which they don't... It's You don't even hear those anymore. Right? Mine was
2: a reflex, which was a Hoyt knockoff. Yeah. And it was... <laughs> I think it had, like, I was overdrawn by, like, an inch, and all my arrows were different sizes. Same, thing. I slayed deer with that yeah, thing. You know, yeah. or I yeah. did. I did. I, I smoked them. <laughs>
1: it, I, I was the same way. I, I shot that, and then I had some kind of... It was, like, the very first compound they ever made. It was a PSE, I think. Yeah. But it was, like, half recurve with cams on it it was the weirdest thing it was like six foot long it was like one of those oneidas yes it was like it was as tall as me you know what i mean this thing did not fit me at all but i shot deer with it you know so you have to start somewhere and and that's not a bad thing you know don't especially if you don't know if you want to do it you know that's what you're getting into it don't spend fifteen hundred dollars on a setup and then a year later like oh this is not for me go get you a cheaper bow or used one i would before you buy it like take it to a bow shop or something make sure it's good because you you know, don't want to get hurt but um, get a cheaper bow get it set up shoot it see if you're going to like it first then if you decide yeah, this is for me you know if you want to spend the money go for it right
4: but and mine was like I said mine was from a bow shop we went and shot it and I was like well yeah I guess it's good enough because at that point in time I was like I don't want to spend $1,400 and hate this shit mm-hmm but then that, once you get hooked, you're like, Yeah, thousand bucks, that sounds great. Just sell it to me, yeah. Five grand? I'll just yeah. do it. Yeah. How much it? <laughs> yeah. 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 What's that site? Three hundred dollars? Hell yeah, I
2: need five pins and I can't see twenty yards in front <laughs> yeah. of me. Just
1: I'll sell le- it. I'll never use three of them but Put them yeah,
2: on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Then it's all color match. Oh, 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 what's that? Yeah, put that on there. That looks sweet on there. Like they, like the deer give a shit what you shoot them with. <laughs> right. But man, when you yeah. show your buddies, like look at the, his color matched everything. Mm-hmm. Got the veins all on your arrows. Camouflage. Yeah. All can't. Yeah. yeah. Just don't. Let,
3: just I'm, don't let your buddies pull it back if you get a brand new bow. From experiences that I've dealt with, <laughs> with friends in the in the room. Sometimes they, so, sometimes they dry fire. It, em. Oh, yeah. it <sighs> wasn't me. No, just don't have friends deal with it. Ouch. I have, I've,
1: I've tried fired a bow once. Have you? I did. I and mean, it blew up too. Yeah. So did it wasn't, it was, mine a, was, it was a golden eagle, right? And I was, dude, I was maybe 15. And in the summer, I would set up a deer stand in the tree and shoot out of the tree, you know, because being in a tree and shooting on the ground is totally different. So I would, I'd do practice. Well, I was just, I mean, I'm still infatuated with deer hunting, but back then, dude, it's just like, it's all I thought about. Well, my dad had this old video camera. And that's when hunting started to become on TV a lot more. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to make a You're
2: bee. the next big thing. Yeah, I was
1: like, I'm <laughs> going to act like there's a deer in front of me. And it was like a 3D deer, you know. And so my sister's in the tree beside me. And she's videotaping me. And I just totally <laughs> forgot to put an arrow on my bow. I did. I just totally forgot. And I'm like, "There's a buck," and then she shows this 3D target that's standing still, and you see me draw back and, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and you see the look on my face, like, "What just happened, bro?" Where is this video? I God think you have still have it, to honestly. See this. Well, I think my dad has it. But... That could be the greatest shit I've ever heard. Then you see me making excuses, like, "I don't know I what just... happened." And my sister's like, "You didn't have an arrow." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I did." She's like, "Well, then where'd the arrow go?" oh
0: yeah
2: that's the greatest <laughs> shit i I've never heard this story for as long as we've known yep. each other that is fantastic yeah
1: it happens man you know you shoot a bow long enough something's gonna happen
2: yeah for sure so getting back into you know with you and yep. you've been through the highs you've been through the lows of deer hunting then the 2023 season after all your grinding and your shooting and you know like i said you were practicing well and you were hitting exactly where i was telling you which i kind of found a new thing out where to shoot them it's it's risky but If you practice that much and you're confident with the shot I think it's a good place to hit them so Mm -hmm. once you go into a little bit on your uh, 2023 season
4: yeah so uh, this year like I said it was pretty good we this was probably my best year ever I saw deer almost every time that I went out which is incredible
0: Mm
4: -hmm. Uh, just you guys know that you're not gonna see that every fucking time right and we went out one morning we went to a different property me and Todd were out there just the two of us was a stand I would hunted probably three times before. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the, the eyes aren't the best thing. We're good. I got two right here.
1: <laughs> We're talking beer. And, here. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: So, we, you know, we walked out, and I, I know the path, and I've got everything marked on my phone. You know, I, I try to do everything to help me because I know the problems that I'm going to present. Mm-hmm. And I get out there and get to the right spot, and like I said, first thing I do when I get in a tree I start looking around to where I can see the ranges. I need to get twenty yards, thirty yards, anything past that. I'll check a few forties just because yep. you know, if I yep. see a big deer I'm I'm young enough, I can claim ignorance and I'm gonna fling <laughs> one again, but you know. Uh young enough in the deer hunting world. In the <laughs> deer hunting <laughs> yeah. world. I, I was gonna the clarify old, if I'm old. Gonna fuck <laughs> down. I was gonna say it, Jesus. All right, we get it. So uh, you know, I'm sitting there and It was really early, almost first thing that morning. I'm sitting there and I'm looking every way and I've I've ranged everything and I know where I want to shoot. Like, that's going to matter one fucking bit where I want to shoot. And, uh, sitting there that morning, eat a little peanut butter sandwich because I just trying to get into it. And, uh, (laughs) got a refuel. Knock what you want. Every time I ate a peanut butter sandwich, we saw or killed a deer that day. So that's your, so
1: that's your, uh, every th- every day or every hunt thing is a peanut butter sandwich
4: Oh well, yeah i mean well so i'm diabetic now so i take oh. pop tarts and oh peanut there's butter the sandwich truth <laughs> yeah yeah it wasn't like i was sitting at home I was like you know what i think a peanut butter sandwich would be good luck no right like you know i get it i get it
1: but, but you, you do something that happens you're like okay this is my right. this is my go-to yeah right? i mean
4: it, for it sure. worked for three days in a row so for the rest of the year i had to eat a peanut butter sandwich so somebody could see a deer you know it's,
3: we're right. not superstitious yeah involved, sacrifices though. our family
2: is super, super superstitious <laughs> hey. For sure. <laughs>
4: if you think it's working, it's
2: working. But keep, uh, you keep doing it till does. Right? Absolutely.
4: You know, and he come in. He was probably. I saw him coming. I don't know what the fucking directions are because I'm not the outdoorsman. The 20 year vets are here, but you know he's coming straight from me, straight across from me. And he walks in. I'm like, "Buck shooter." And I text these guys. I don't even remember if I texted that he was coming in on me or not, or if I just shot.
2: You texted me. You text me. Shot one. That's yeah. all you text me. Which okay. I that was you know back to my. Uh, last episode when I texted you guys and said had that big wide one yeah. and then the the 150 and then not even dude it wasn't even 10 minutes right. so there's no way I, it was just shot one and then I think we were both like buck
3: no yeah it's what? always yeah. good shot what kind what size but did he go down <laughs> you, yeah, you asked 30,000 questions and he's still trying to breathe so. <laughs> yeah i mean then they don't answer fast right. enough yeah
0: get worked up. It. It,
4: it's yeah. a lot man i mean especially when you're out there and you're by yourself but, and i'm still like it's really my third year of hunting because mm-hmm. i was sick for a year and missed it and still i don't want to fuck up i don't want to do things wrong i text these guys in the tree all the time and it's like i'm not an idiot i know what i'm doing i've watched it i've seen it but it's like help me out here dudes mm-hmm. and uh so he comes in and he's walking in and i'm I'm finally like, I stand up, I get everything ready, because I saw him, and which I'm doing everything right, and he's coming in, I'm like, sweet, he's going to come right up here, go up this hill in front of this stump, he's 18 yards, I know it, that's my shot. Mm -hmm. And he says, the fuck I will. He comes around the other side to me, you know. He says, I'm going to come down here so you can look. And I was like, shit, he's going to go right down the path I just walked up. So I'm, this stand here is not, the typical stand that we hunt in, it's got a smaller platform and I wear a size 14. So it, now... It doesn't have a fold-up seat either. Right. It, it's, it's a, a It's a gun stand. Yeah. It is yeah. a bitch.
3: And if you wouldn't have shot the deer, I just think these are excuses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, but it kill it.
4: It's comfy as fuck. But you know, you're also... Don't move, don't move, don't move. And I'm like, well, I can't... I'm too fucking fat to turn my whole body 90 degrees from where I'm standing. So I turn over, do everything right. And I still, he looks up at me right before I'm ready to draw. And I'm like, all right, cool. I didn't really want to shoot you down there anyways." Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so I just lock up, do everything I can. And he turns up, ends up coming right back up the way I went. So now I got to turn my big ass feet the other way again, you know, do everything to take me out of the equation. Mm -hmm. And he goes behind the tree. I draw back. I get everything ready. And I'm trying to look through can't find my fucking pins. Like I'm, I'm shook. Yeah. Just absolutely <laughs> shook. Exactly. There's
1: just no. Part, that's part. no denying it. Like that's the addicting
4: yeah, part, right? Yeah. Yeah. At, at this point, when he was down below me, I was like, and he's just he locked up. He's, I mean, he could see into my soul, and I'm like, well oh, fuck, this. I'm gonna move. Something's gonna happen, you know. And but then he does it. You know, I just I stand there. I just control my breath. I'm like, calm down, or you're gonna have a fucking heart attack up here. Mm-hmm. And he comes up. I draw back, put it right where I need to. He stops. I didn't even have to stop him. Just let it fly. I'm like, whew, just, ooh, there it is. Mm-hmm. And he he tooks off. He takes off running the other way. You know the fr- And after last year's deer, when I shot him, and we didn't find him, these two. When, the first thing they did when they showed up, they said, "Which way did he go?" I was like. I don't fucking know. I was shook. You're locked in. Right. I mean, when you
3: yeah. like, We elaborate a little bit more on these text messages. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah,
4: <laughs> we can do three or four episodes of the text messages right. and the bullshit that I have to take because I haven't done this. For, you know, the same shit you guys texted 18 fucking years ago, but Yeah. Well, it's just ish. more
3: of saying, which way did you go? I don't know where really, really where I don't yeah. know where I'm at. And I'm like, "Well, go back to oh. the tree." Oh my so you're talking oh. this year? Okay, just don't so, move.
4: Yeah, we'll get into that one. That's this year's text. So
3: when you, when you, so
1: just backtrack real quick. Yeah. So when you shot though, were you confident in the shot like right then? Like, 1,000%. You know? Okay.
0: So you were like, when I made it.
4: that shot, I was, I had the pin right where it needed to be. I did everything. I, to me, even going back to the first deer that I shot with Zach, mm-hmm. when that deer came in, it's like, you're just shaking, you're breathing and something comes over. I was like, stop, yeah. breathe, then shoot. Like just calm the fuck down right before you make that shot, and I don't know if you guys have
1: ever had that. I but still do. Like, oh, I yeah. still like when I come to full draw, I talk to myself every yeah, single time. Yeah. Like I'm like okay, because I have to hold my bow. You know, I hold my bow a certain way in my hand. Mm-hmm, right yep now. So I'm like okay, hands there, you know, nose on the string, kiss your yep. button there, just okay. relax. Yep. Twenty it's yards. It's, so it's just right like, like bam. bam,
4: calm down. Yep. And then do it because if you're shaking, if anything goes wrong, you know, take it out. Just. It's a it's a calming feeling right before you do it, mm-hmm. and then I made the shot, and he took off, and I was like, Phew. I was like, yes, I, I knew it was a good shot. Mm-hmm. I knew it was a good shot in my head. I knew I did everything right. He took off running straight back to where he came from. Uh, ended up finding him about a hundred yards from where I shot. I didn't think he was Not that even, far. No, sorry, fifty. Yeah, because I shot 50 at twenty, yards. and he ran another twenty. Um, but he took off. And I don't know this terrain really well, mm-hmm. so I'm my focus after the shot is yes, watching. Yeah. And I see him running. His front legs aren't working. You know, he's he's running. It's loud. Everything's happening. I'm like, listen for a crash. I don't hear a crash. I just hear running, and then it goes silent. I don't know the terrain. There could have been an 80 foot drop off down there. Maybe he's down there standing. Like this fucking guy missed. Mm. Because, like you said, it, it is hunting, it happens, it, you never know. Right. Could,
2: could you see it when, when you did shoot? Could you hear the, the whap? Yeah. Could you, so, you know, you, a you know you percent. hit
4: it. Every time that I've shot a bow at a deer, I've hit it, I've heard the sound, I knew I hit him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it was a no brainer. So, know, it sound,
1: sounds like an empty, like if you shot an empty pumpkin, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it was, it's, it's, that, it's, it's that sound.
4: Yeah. yeah. Dude, I boom. shoot and I hear whoop. Yeah. I know, I've, I mean, you hear the flack, you know you hit him, mm-hmm. you know you hit something.
3: Now my next question is, yeah. is how many times did you second-guess yourself even though oh my you God. feel like you <laughs> yeah. shot perfectly? So, so right, that's, where I'm, that's where Any, I'm going with it. Every second after that, you said that you could... I know I could 10-ring a deer Yeah. and still sit there and be like, well, was it a little bit high? No, it was a little bit back. Or I see it fall, and then I know. Yeah. If I do not see that deer fall, it's a 1,000 questions yeah, in my we've head.
2: Which we've got the one-hour-plus rule no matter what. If you don't see a deer fall... No matter if you hit him in the tin ring or not, one hour minimum before you ever even take yep. a peek with a bow. Yep. You don't see him fall, get out. Yep. we've just we yep. bumped too many doing it, and he knows he knows it too, and he didn't see it fall, and you know he didn't you know he didn't get right. down. But it, it was
4: like I said, he went. We found him forty yards from where I shot, and as I was sitting there after the shot, like it stopped, it got real quiet, and I'm like, all right, cool, settle down, set down. I text these two, I'm like, shot one, and they're like was a good shot I'm like yeah. His, his front legs weren't fucking working he's he's gone mm-hmm. but I don't know where he is he's only 40 yards from me. there's one tree is basically blocking me from seeing him
2: to know that he was there but I isn't it here it. it's a pretty big push. tree like a split tree with another one was like kind of falling over so he what you couldn't have seen it yeah, right. but when you got down you can like rush right. it I can still see right. the stance. So. Mm-hmm. and as I'm sitting there there was another deer that comes in a
4: big egg pointer up on top of the hill probably 50 yards away he walks in and you know he never came down to me to where I would have had a shot. But then he takes off the other way. Twenty minutes later a spike comes in. And a spike comes in and so now I can't do shit because there's deer everywhere. I'm, you know, I'm still shaking from everything that happened because you get super fucking cold all of a sudden mm-hmm. and this spike comes in, basically takes the exact path that my deer had taken. Walks around to where the arrow is, snips at it. I'm like, all right, cool. Hopefully this thing smells something. Uh, then he takes off, probably walked right to where my deer was laying, mm-hmm. and came back to me and eventually took off. So I've seen three deer since I shot my deer, but I still can't see my deer, you know? And, right. I'm like, all right, just... And as you're sitting in the tree, like Todd's saying, I'm second-guessing everything. I know I hit him. His front legs weren't working. It was chaos, but I did it right. And... Uh, for some reason, not that I could have seen, anyways, but I, you know, I've got my binoculars. I see my arrow because I can see the knock still flashing there. Mm-hmm. So I snapped another one. These things aren't getting any fucking cheaper either, and I'm there just are. snapping <laughs> arrows left <laughs> and right here. And uh that's the only that's the yeah.
2: problem with where you shoot them now, where I tell yeah. you guys to shoot. Yeah, it's gonna cost yeah. you an arrow, yeah. but so, you're gonna kill it deer. So you know, once
4: I see the arrow, I'm like, "Fuck, did I miss?" And I, I've got my binos. And I'm trying to see the arrow. I'm trying to. I don't know why I'm trying to look for blood. Like I would have seen that shit from 30 yards away, but. <laughs> Uh, just you know, a,
3: a note there too he can't see blood from four feet away either yeah so you yeah, don't worry about that
0: no,
4: that's
1: super fair
3: it's, like, part, it's part of the beginner hunting it's part of it.
4: I don't have depth perception and I
1: don't know what I'm looking but you're, for but you're freaking out so you're you just know, trying to do something yeah, that calms it, your mind right? especially
4: yeah. after the year before I'm like what else am I going to do sit here and just have a fucking heart attack like you're let right. me yeah. let me get down you know and, and Zach calls and, and I see the air at one point and I'm trying to move all around so I can see it and I thought I saw the broadhead still there. I was like, fuck, did I miss? And, uh, you know, I was like, nope, just, you're fine. Zach called, or he texted me. He's like, hey, we're, we're going to get the four-wheeler. We're going to come down and help you. I said, hold
2: on, let me let me get down. Let well, me just yeah. go
4: see if I can find blood.
2: I, I had texted you to, I said, just go down and look at the arrow. And then you got down right. and you looked at the arrow. And you're like, yeah, I definitely... Yeah, he definitely I was, smoked. I was him. like,
4: let me because they're an hour away. I was like, let mm-hmm.
2: me go
4: down, see the arrows, let me find blood. Even though I knew everything did right, his like I said, his front legs weren't yeah, working. He right. was running on two legs and he ran 30 fucking yards. Mm-hmm. So that's impressive in its own.
1: But, tough, but, but they are tough though. Because yeah, I have, they... I've, t- I've 10 ringed a deer before. I was like, oh, dude, he's 30 yards and dead. And yeah. he went 80 or 90. I'm like, how? Like, yeah. You know, I was freaking out. Like, what do I do? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I always say, if I get a paper cut, I like cry down or like, sit down and cry on a paper cut. And these right. things just run hundred get shot through both yeah. lungs
1: in the heart, and they just hundred yard pure adrenaline. Yep. It's nuts.
4: So I get down, you know, and I find the arrow, and it's it's broken in half. And I mean, Zach's, but like, good send pen- me, good a penetration. He says, send me a picture. and I send him a picture. He's like, how far was? I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Here's the picture. It's I had blood all the way up it. Mm. It was snapped. You know, I knew. And then, as I was standing there, I was far enough away that I could I could see him. I could see him laying there twenty yards from me, and I'm like, I was like, I, Zach calls me while I'm down on the mm-hmm. ground, and he goes, I said, I see him. He's he's right there. Like I, he's we're talking, having this whole conversation, going through everything, and when I see him, I'm like, he's there. He's like, well,
2: uh, I says his head up. Yeah, he goes his head just up. Head down. I was like,
4: nope. I said, well, I can't see. I said, because as I was in the tree, I was like. Everybody says, you know, when you get down, if you go find a deer, take your bow in case you got to shoot again or yep. whatever. I got my binoculars. I'm like, I don't need any of this shit. A I'm bowie just, knife.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like,
4: I'm just, I left all my shit in the tree. I climbed down to go see the arrow. I see the blood and everything's good. And I saw what I thought was the deer at that point. I was like, well, fuck now. Nah. i got to go back up and get my binoculars <laughs> so I can see it. And
2: it's, I was like, do you have your bow? And he's yeah. like, no. I'm like,
0: what the fuck? Yeah. So get I get everything.
2: Yeah. I go back there. What are you going to do, do? Jump on his back if he gets up? Like,
4: all I wanted to look at was the arrow. Make sure I hit him before these guys show up. And I I climbed back up the tree, get my binos, climbed back down. That was when he called me. Go, he goes, Why are you out of breath? I said, well, I just had to climb back in the fucking tree. I shot a deer. I'm shook. Like, there's a lot of shit going on right now.
1: <laughs> I'm out of shape. Give yeah. me a
3: break.
4: <laughs> yeah. Give me a break. There's a lot of shit going <laughs> yeah. on this morning. <laughs> right. And, uh, so, you know, then I got the binos, and then as I'm talking to him, I'm like, I see him. He's down, head's down. He's like, well, do you have your bow? I was like, fuck no, I'm not climbing that tree again. I already <laughs> shot him once. And he's like, well, if he's laying, he's, he's like, he's probably dead. Don't get back up there. I was like, I would not climb the tree. And, mm-hmm. you know, a- so then I start walking. And, you know, you go slow because you're still, you've seen videos where they jump up and right. shit. And get up there, and, I mean, he's just... I could see the shot. He wasn't moving. I knew it was a good shot. He mm-hmm. was dead.
2: That's what I told him. I said, if, if his head's down, and he's like, I can only see half the rack. Well, that means his head's laying down on the ground. Right. I said, if his head was up, then you've got a problem. But he's like, his head's down. And I said, if his head's down on the side, and you're making as much racket as you are walking up to him, he's dead. Right.
4: Yeah. So, like I said, just, just kind of walked up on him and then found him. And, the, you know, the emotions hit you like, hmm and, and as I'm talking to him, he's like, How big is he? I'm like, Well, he's not as big as I remember, but because in the tree, you know, ground shrinkage is just real or yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah, they look, you look, them at a, look at them at a tree and then you find him dead. Right. They're, they're, they change a little.
4: Right, hole, for yeah. sure. Now, I mean, he was yeah. an awesome ass deer, especially for my second deer ever. I'd probably shoot a deer like that again this year. If mm-hmm. I, you know, he's, he's a great deer for me. Yep. And we'll post a picture of
1: that too. Yeah. On this. Yeah. On once he sent, he the, sent the picture, the picture. Of
3: it, I was like, Uh, I that's not a little yeah, deer, yeah,
1: deer at right. all. Like, that's a great deer. For, yeah. for what? That's Your third, second, second deer? Second I deer, mean, both with a bow. That, and, right. and, you know, me and Zach were on the phone for three hours the other night talking about the same thing. You know, like, my first deer was a forky. Mine, too. Well, sorry. Yeah, my first bow kill was a buck, and it was a forky. Yep. And I think I shot a spike after that, maybe a basket. I mean, I shot little dinks for five or six years. So you shooting that thing, at your second year, shoot? That's that's I was I was
2: expecting. You know, when he said, "Oh, he's not as big as I thought," I was expecting like the same kind of caliber, like you know, that Mm -hmm. year and a half, you know, two inch tines all the way around. And he sent me the picture. I'm like, "This thing got split brows." (laughs) I'm like, "Okay." If I would have seen this, I told Zach this. If I
1: would have seen that thing come out in front of me. When I was in my second, year, th- third year of hunting, no brainer, whatever, or. I would have, I don't know if I could have got my bow back. Just <laughs> yeah, bow. right. I would have lost my shit. That's I
2: said, dude. It took me like 10, 15 years to kill something I like know. that. Like, yeah.
1: are you kidding yeah. me? And it was like,
4: you know, like I said, my first year was a seven pointer. He's a little fucked up basket and everything was there. And I was like, but I had made that decision. I'm only going to shoot bigger bucks. Mm-hmm. And that's why the second year I didn't shoot at anything except the one. And then. I mean,
1: yeah, dude. Oh, absolutely!
4: I lost my shit. Yeah, it's I a, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I mean, when that deer walked in on me, I was like, it, "It wasn't a question." That day there, I didn't have to pull up the binos to see if I wanted to shoot him. I didn't have to pull shit up to see like mm-hmm. those are the I'm best shooting to shoot, at this right? deer there. Yeah. You know, and now, if I want to shoot bigger deer, I might have a decision to make to think about. It. Not that he's a giant, but around here, all the deer that we see, he's a great deer. That's,
1: <clears throat> I, so I have a rule. I've also done it a long time. Yeah. But and shot a lot of deer. But if that thing came out of me or came out in front of me with gun season, I, I, I wouldn't hesitate. I mean that's that's where he is on the sides, right? Right. Most I mean, season, I would let him pass.
2: But I've done it for a long
1: time and I get picky, right? He, but, he and
2: I've had the conversation sitting in the tree sometimes, you know, because he hunted with me at the end of the year and we had a half rack 10 come in, you know, young deer for mm-hmm. sure. And I've got the camera and I'm like, Oh, uh, mm-hmm. you want to shoot him? And he's like, no. And then I said, would you shoot him if he had both sides? He's like, probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: That's where I was, because I shot a half-rack this year.
2: Yeah. And that, I, was, I was the same way. I was like, man, he had another side, bro. He's been dead. Which I know, ended up killing him with my gun, but still. Same, same discipline, though. Like, you know, 20 years here, like, he, he's not going to shoot little ones. Right. You know, he's, he's kind of got the same kind of rule. I do the five, six-year rule. If you haven't held a horn, you, I mean.
3: It's like the deer you killed this year, it was one of those things where we saw it. We didn't have to think. Twice.
2: We didn't even look at the rack. We it just knew the body. It yeah, was yeah. like, psh.
3: like we said, uh, how big was it? Uh, yeah. We just didn't know, and everything I've ever shot, I've I've been very blessed with my hunting career. Especially with my first deer ever was a ten pointer, mm-hmm. so you kind of spoil yourself right off the bat. Um, but overall, you kind of learn. Uh, I'm happy with certain things in different seasons. Right. I like archery hunting more than anything else. And so I will shoot a smaller caliber deer in bow season because it is with the bow than I would in in other times right. of the year. Yep. I agree.
2: And I think it's all situational too when it comes to deer hunting. Like if that deer, you know, came in, get you fired up, he was hitting a scrape, then he makes a run, pisses all over the place. Fights another deer, chasing does on the show. and show. Yeah. yeah. And you're sitting there watching for for 40 minutes and you're like, Psh, yeah. Yeah, this is a story. I'm gonna kill him. I'm killing him. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So and it's like, you know, with the with the the buck I killed in 22, I thought, well, this is, I've reached the pinnacle, right. and then I kill one this year. I'm like, shit.
1: I mean, the only advice, and, and you can do what you want. This is mm-hmm. your hunting career, you know, your thing. You do what makes you happy, and that's what this podcast is about, right? I'm not here to tell anybody what to do. I'm just telling you what I do and how I feel about it, right? And if I could, if I could give any advice at all about where you're at right now, if I was you, I would just kill deer. Right, I'm not saying you can't get picky a little. I mean, right. I wouldn't say go kill spike. You know what I mean? Uh, having some kind of standard is totally fine, but don't make it not fun either. Right? You you want to get some deer under your belt because that's Absolutely. that's where you learn. Right? You're still gonna make. I still make mistakes. Yep. You know what I mean? So you're still gonna make mistakes. That's where you're gonna learn. Um, you know, you the more deer you kill, the jitters start. Not being so bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still lose my shit when I see a, a nice buck, right? Because right. they're they're big, but and that's what I like. I like it for. But when I first started hunting a doe,
2: I would want to fall out of my stand and have a heart attack, right? Right.
1: Now anymore, it's like oh, there's a doe, right?
2: right. So, but like, you've killed enough for you know sure. I, mean? I think the jitters now for like guys like us, it's you know when you see the deer the first time. Yeah, you get a little shaken up, but mm-hmm. then you know you pull the binos up and you take a peek at it and see what the caliber of it is, and then you calm down. Not until you grab the bow or your gun and make the decision, right. does it really start to say, okay, here comes the heartbeat, here comes the, mm-hmm. you know, until you're ready in the moment to make the kill. Whereas, you know, you're early into your career, it's like, you see this a thing is and you're like, yeah. you're, it's pounding the yeah. whole time, no matter what. Like, yeah. golly, calm down stop, like yep. relax it. But like as to where now you've seen so many deer, you've had so many interactions and stuff until you know, you're getting ready to take a deer's life. Mm-hmm. Then that's where it really starts to get exactly.
1: into Exactly. And that's where I'm just saying, like just get someone under your belt with a bow for sure. Just cause the more you do the, the easier it's going to get to con- control those emotions. And right. you learn a lot. Like you, after you, you, you learn, how a deer reacts after you shoot it. You know what I mean? Like, okay, like usually if it's a good shot, they'll tuck, their, tuck the tail when they run. You know, you got them pretty good, right? Right. If the tail's up, probably not a good shot. You know, there's so much there, like just the reaction of a deer or whatever that you can learn. And like I said, you do what you want, and what makes you happy. I'm not saying that any, any of that. And right. I know everybody wants a big deer. I get
4: it. But well, yeah, I mean, that's you go to get the meat, you do everything you want right. like to make job. I want to kill a fucking deer. I right. want to kill. Yeah. Like, it sounds bad to say, I want to kill, 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 but that's what you're going out there That's for. what we're doing. And yeah. now in Indiana, it's $90 for a fucking bundle. I'm shooting at something. You're shooting something. I fucking it. promise yeah. you that. Yeah. And, you know, you can even go back to, I think it was the second day of this year. Todd and I were at one of the properties, and we were sitting there hunting, and had two deer come in. And uh, I said to myself, I text them. I had my binos. I did everything right. I'm like, hey, I got two deer coming in. I was like, it's does. And I look a little bit and I was like, Nope, that's a button buck. And we're sitting there talking about it. He's like, well, they count as a doe if it's less than three inches. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not shooting a fucking button buck. And then he comes right under the stand. and is like, I guess I'm going to shoot a button buck. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah, well, yeah well, it changes
0: really quick. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I mean, that's the thing. Like, he was still 60 yards away. And I'm like, no. And then he comes up to where he's going to be 20 yards. I'm like,
0: yeah, fuck it. I grab the bow, and
4: I turn around on the tree, and uh, then he lays down fuck this sucks what do i do now like i've never seen that (laughs) Mm -hmm. the deer was just walking and laid down i've never even seen one laying down and uh then a doe comes in right behind him 20 yards away and she walks right up there's one that todd had a shot on the day before and didn't work out she saw him you know and this bitch looked right into my soul like she knew Mm -hmm. she walked in didn't even think twice it's like she knew the stand was there she knew i was gonna be there she looked up she said the fuck blew and ran off and he took (laughs) off I was like I guess I'm not shooting a button buck today (laughs) you know that's that's the thing Is like with the bucks I decided I wanted to shoot nice ones which I mean I'll still shoot early early in the year I'm not going to shoot a tiny little four pointer if I go a couple years without shooting a deer and I just want the experience and the practice I might think differently Mm -hmm. but right now I want to shoot a bigger buck than what I shot before or you know an older buck not a baby Mm -hmm. and I'd love to shoot a doe. I don't have a killing gun seat. You know, the, two years ago we couldn't buy a fucking doe. Right. This year I had three or four come in on me, and I was just never was able to get the shot and make the shot. One come in at last light, right there on that questionable timeline of 30 minutes after, and I probably could have knocked up and shot. But if I would have shot a spike, these two would have never. You know, I'm not gonna make that shot. Okay, yeah, you don't know. I'm not want, gonna make the, make the the shot mistake and of, fuck yeah. up like that's. Yeah. You wanna make where sure. I'm at is. Yes, I'm still young, but I'm like I said, I am 38. I'll be 39 this year. There's more so I don't want to fuck it up so badly. I right. don't want to make the mistakes. I want everything to be right. I want yeah. it to be quick, painless, and get it done.
1: That's how it should be, though. I mean, you, you're taking the responsibility of going out there and taking right. your life, right? You, you don't want, I mean, put yourself as a deer. Do you want to suffer? No. No. I want to be quick and painless. Even as a human. I mean when when it's my time, I want to freaking go in my sleep or something. You're right? Yeah. So yeah. like when you're going out to take a life, you want to be quick and painless and as simple and as fast right. as you possibly can. And that you, that's that's a responsibility. And you right. your your mindset is really good on that. Yeah, that's, there's
4: that's there's gonna be days where I'm out there and I'm gonna do dumb shit and do the wrong thing and mm-hmm. but I'm trying to not to. I'm so scared to do that, I wanna do it right. And it, will it cost me a deer? It has probably, but I don't care. Like I'm right. still I'm thrilled. I saw a monster deer this year. The deer that Zach shot was a fucking tank. Mm-hmm. He couldn't give me one week of having the nicest deer to kill this year. <laughs> <laughs> he gives me, me fucking 38 hours before he's like, oh, I killed a giant.
2: I gave you two days. You, yeah, had, the, you, know, you had the day you killed on November the 1st, yeah. and then I gave you the second, and yeah. then I shot one on the
4: 3rd. Right, yeah. But, you know, we had that week off, and that's what we do. We go hunting every day, and that's just seeing the deer. It really is... I used to think I was bullshit like this sucks it's cold i don't want to wake up it is putting in the time and doing the right things and seeing the deer and then making the good shots right you can practice all you want but you still have to get a deer to walk in front
1: of oh yeah you put the you put the jitters in dude and, and it's a live animal that you can shoot a 3d target all day long right yeah. and everybody can ring at some point you put a live animal that has reaction time there and a, and a bow is not a gun right there is it takes a little bit to get there yeah they duck it. I mean, it's crazy how fast those things are, dude. Yeah, had a, I had I had a doe duck. It's it the learning yards.
3: process of it. So, you, yeah, you shot 3D targets forever, hitting right where you need to, but then you have to learn, all right, when I'm going to shoot this, did I stop it on my own? Was it alert when I went mm-hmm. to sh- shoot it? it? There's those type of things that you're learning every time, so you got to aim in different places. And right. Just listen to Josh talk over the last you know 30 minutes or so. You can see how much he's learned and how much he holds himself accountable to do the right thing comparative to just the very first time he ever, he went. Right. And, and
2: that's what I said too. It was like, it's a, it was a blessing that he made a piss poor shot. I say piss poor, you hit him in the shoulder. It was a blessing that, you know, but that deer survived. I mean, right. that, that was, dude, you were two inches at most in right. that deer, That, that which it like that humbled you real fast. hit the front shoulder and didn't go <laughs> any fucking further, you but know. But it, yeah. it humbled you as to where you are now as a hunter. Like you grew tremendously from that one year and i'm i'm happy that you like this year i I was i was scared when you text us and said that you shot when i was scared that if you made another bad shot that may have been the end of your career i i I don't know i just i saw what it did to you on your first (coughs) one which it does for all of us you know when you make a piss poor shot and i was scared to death like if man if he makes another bad shot we probably lost him this is probably it for the bow hunting i mean it
4: does and like i said it breaks your heart but I don't know that I made a bad shot. I didn't kill a deer. I hit him in the shoulder. Yeah. But I shot the deer in the sh- almost the exact same spot this year. The only difference was, I knew the yardages that I I can chalk that year up to my eyes, because where I found that arrow was at least ten yards further than what I thought it was. Yeah. So if you're holding the pins at thirty and the deer's at forty, you're going to be a little low and you're going to be right into that bone and you got nothing. So I mean, yeah, it's a bad shot, mm. but I still. I thought that year I did everything right. He didn't see me there. He stopped. I shot. It was just the distance.
1: Huh? Just it a little closer to the line. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, let me get up on this side. Um, No, you're good right there. No, but you know, honestly, though, I've had the, I had, it was. You don't you know, get balls deep into it, but yeah. It, I had the same experience, though, with bow hunting, right? So I've, I've been hunting deer since I've been like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. I've been going with my dad since I've been like old enough to walk almost. Right. But actually killing deer, I was 10. And I got into bow hunting, uh, which we talked, episode one, you know, there were stipulations I had to hit. I hit them. finally went bow hunting. The amount of deer that I missed or wounded when I first started out, I remember it plain as day. It sticks with me to this day. because I never wanted to forget that feeling. At this point, I probably missed, I mean, in in the the three years I first started, I probably missed six to seven deer and probably wounded four. Right. Never found. Right. Don't know if they survived or not. I don't know. And I... It was a. I remember this night very, it was real. It was a seven-point little basket, right? I just wanted to kill something, right? Had all this past experiences of missing and wounded with a bow. This thing came in 25 yards. Drew back. I was calm. My dad was in the tree with me. He talked me through it. Shot it right behind the shoulder. And I'm like, oh, my God, I did it. You know, the deer ran off. Never found it. Now, that was the equipment we were using. They came out with, I don't know if it was muzzy or what, but they were called titaniums. Mm-hmm. and they looked like a muzzy, but they were itty-bitty things. And they said, oh, they felt like a field point, but there was nothing to cut, right? Yeah. And I, the deer had to die. I hit him in the lungs, but we couldn't find him. Yeah. And I walked out that day, and I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Like, I, I'm never bow hunting again. I can't hit him. And and I put bad shots on them, I'm wounding all these deer. And then when I do put a good shot, you can't even find the freaking thing. Like, <laughs> I'm done, you know. And I did. I told my dad this like five times. I was so pissed off. I was like, I'm done. At the same time, I was heartbroken because I didn't want to be done, you know. But yeah. I was like, I'm done. I, I can't keep doing this. Get to the truck. I was like, sell bow I don't care. Burn it. I'm done. <laughs> I am done. I'll dry stick. fire it. Yeah. 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 I was like, I'm sticking yeah. to gun season, you know. I'll just be a gun hunter. And Dad's like, Yeah, you're you're not done. I was like, No, I'm I'm done, dude. And yeah. I don't know. A couple of weeks later, we were sitting at the house. I was like, "When are we going hunting again?" You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it comes back, but I've been there. You know, you do. You beat yourself up about it, and that's where you learn. You know, you. I. I after that, I was like, "Okay, I got. I have to get equipment that fits me. I have to use equipment that's going to work." You
2: know, and it's, that's when I started deep in or deep, diving deep into it. You know. And he did. I mean, he he drilled that deer this year. He t- he ten ringed it. He heart shot the he shot heart shot the piss out of it. Hit the offset shoulder. Was it twenty yard, 20 yard shot, right? About twenty yards. And yeah. he broke the offset shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like with a bow yeah. to hit through the heart, go through the scapula, whatever, hit the offset shoulder, break the offset shoulder. Like you did it. Like right.
4: and I still had an hour wondering if I shot that fucking deer or not.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know it what mean?
1: Too. Yeah, it does. And it's, it's because and, it, and that that's because you've had bad experiences before, right? You're doubting right. yourself. And and that's where the experience comes in too. And there's still crazy things that happen because deer are tough,
4: right? I'm under no impression that every time I go out, I'm going to shoot a deer and kill. Like, I've been super lucky. I've Mm. shot at three deer. I love bow season because I'm a pussy and I hate cold weather and I don't (laughs) want to go in gun season to begin with. But bow hunting has just been awesome to me. Like, the thrill Mm. of it, everything has been really good. And I don't think I'm going to go out and make, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to make a good shot. But I don't think I'm going to kill a deer every time I go out. And once you get over that, it's like, you're going to have days that suck, and you're just out here pissing in the woods for no reason. Yeah. And there's going to be days that you see the deer, and if you're lucky enough, take the shot make the shot good. Mm-hmm. I still, I've only killed two deer now. I've never shot, I don't even know. I think one time I've shot at one with a gun. That was 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just missed. I was stupid and asleep on the ground, and it just that was a whole fucking disaster but so i like bow hunting bow hunting is super cool to me gun hunting i mean i guess at one point i'll get lazy and decide i want to gun hunt i don't know but you see how hard it can be it's it's definitely have to get into gun season and i keep hearing how easy it is but i haven't killed one in gun season Mm -hmm. so maybe it's
1: not that easy i mean it's still hunting but i've done it for 20 years and people can hate me for saying this but to me this is the truth I'm at the point in my life, like, if I take my 450 Bushmaster out, if I see a deer, it's dead. Yeah. Like, I've never missed a deer with my gun. Ever. You know? And I've always found it. So, like, that's... With a bow, I'm not the same way. I mean, I'm confident in my shots. You know, I, I, I haven't... Knock on wood. I haven't missed a deer in a long time with my bow, right? And I put good shots on them and found them all. But... Not saying it's going to be like that the rest, you know, it could happen this year, you know, coming up. So
4: And and the year that I bought my bow, this was another learning experience for the new guy. The year I bought my bow, I was sick, and I didn't get to hunt all through bow season. Well, gun season came in, I was like, fuck this, I just spent $1,200, I'm taking my bow. And these two go, that's
2: the dumbest thing you could ever do. (laughs) I was like, fuck it, I want to bow hunt, I want to shoot this bow. This is, this is but for a new beginner hunter, like, if we wanted to bow hunt all year, we definitely could. But for a new guy who's just trying to kill a deer, we're like, yeah, you can take firepower, take firepower yeah mm-hmm. i mean i'm just and, being you know, honest
4: right i had a decent sized deer walk in on me and came down the trail that we knew it would be and went out everywhere and i'm like hey deer right by me and this and that and i was like I was like 40 yards and this and that just kept going and these both they both text me they're like could you have shot it with a gun i was like
2: shut the fuck
0: up i had my bow i don't know
4: <laughs> right like, yeah i could have shot it with a gun but i had a bow i wanted a bow hunt and then the next year when it got to gun season i was like man maybe i'll take my bow out and i was like
2: Oh fuck that. Never again. That's it's gonna be a gun. It's, it's 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 hard like with for a lot of us who are bow hunters and stuff like like when you haven't killed one like early season or whatever and you get into the gun season, that's hard to it's hard to put the bow away because you're competing with firepower for weeks on weeks on weeks up here in Indiana for sure. You know, you've got the two and a half week long gun season rolled right into five days of bow, right back into muzzle loader for another two weeks. It's not it's not your your Iowa's to where they're how they're set up or Illinois, is what, three days?
1: Yeah, three days for their shotgun and they had like three days for a muzzle loader and that's it. Yeah. You know?
3: So you're competing, it's like what I always attribute to from the reason that you always want to take that gun at that, their demeanor changes. Oh yeah. They've been, you know, pressured and everything else. And so your your twenty yard shots that you get during bow season, that doesn't happen near as much. It's always a Deer traveling quickly through a 40 to 50 yard range. I don't feel comfortable shooting a bow, especially at that distance, consistently. And so, you give yourself a better opportunity to take a deer at that time frame.
2: Yep, I agree. Yeah, and that's why we take our week off during bow season because we get the whole you know 10 days basically before the chaos begins. Which you know, now that crossbow is in too, I didn't see as many. Gun kills this year. I mean, yeah, I know there was, yeah. I know there was some, but dude, there yeah. was a lot of crossbow bowkills Well, kills and you gotta think year.
1: though too. Gun
2: season was late. It was late. It yeah. w- it was late, but there was a lot more early season. Like like I said, when I was at the butcher and stuff, there was a lot of bucks and stuff being killed in that mm-hmm. first week in November. A Lot of crossbow stuff, which is fine. I don't care, whatever. But yeah, there was. <laughs> I know internally, it's it's hard for me to say that, <laughs> <laughs> but. For gun season though, I even you know, sitting in the stand, because I was out there, we were out there the opening weekend and man, there wasn't many shots. Yeah. There just really wasn't. But it was the what, the eighteenth this year, nineteenth, something like that, eighteenth, yeah. nineteenth, which is pretty late. So I think this year twenty twenty four coming up is gonna be the sixteenth. So it's still gonna be on the right ass here. end of it.
1: Which I like, I'm not gonna lie.
3: I oh, mean that oh, gives I us bow
2: hunters more rut time. Yeah. Boat, so. I
3: yeah. think people see what we see during bow season, the amount of rut that we get to experience. And that's why crossbows have kind of made their their way into the market of everything is strictly off of when that rut time has been yeah. in comparison in the last few, three or four years. Because we usually looked at right around that gun season, boom, that's when it hit. But the last few years, it's always been a week or two before. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more why that's come more to fruition lately.
2: My only bitch about the, the crossbow <clears throat> is it's not archery.
3: I agree. It's a trigger,
2: it's... it's a bolt. It's not even called an arrow, it's a bolt. It's a trigger, it's a scope. That's my only bitch about it. Yeah. And disabled older guys, whatever, like the able body like
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, that's a, that's definitely an argument. It's I think a, everybody argues it about it. It always problems. comes yeah. down
3: to the skill level is what we think of. Yeah. yeah. We know you can literally point and shoot. You got a scope, you got something that you're putting crosshairs on and you just pull a trigger and then it should go exactly where that crosshair is. When you have archery, you you have a lot more variables that are in it. That I think that's why it's it's the old school way, right? It's yeah. The, the Indians did it this way. It's, right. It's you always feel more. That's
2: now if they were only set up to like forty yards, <clears throat> yeah, you would never hear me ever complain about it at well, all. But when I hear people like, oh yeah, I shot him at hundred yard shot. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess my complaint is about it is, and I guess you're kind
1: of profiling in a way, but I think Indiana people kind of understand and and know where I'm coming from with this. But so like most of the people, I'm not saying all of them, some people went from compound to crossbow, but most of the people that shoot a compound or a crossbow are gun hunters, right? Your your typical gun hunter that just waited for gun season and they went hunting. Now they can hunt in bow season with a a crossbow. Where my argument is, is how many times in open day gun season, do you hear that?
0: Boom, boom,
1: boom, boom. I mean, you could tell the deer's running through an open field. And the guys just unloading. Not this year, right? Well, I didn't hear, it, but most of the time, he's yeah. what you hear, yeah. right? Just or, because it was so late this crossbow. year, crossbow, right. crossbows wrecked it. Well, and, but you have that mentality, right? You know, you oh, there's a deer. Sure. who just unload, it, right? And that's mm-hmm. what you hear every single year, or you hear someone shooting. It's you can't see your hand in front of your face and hear boom. It's that mentality, right. And I know you have bad apples in, in every category, right. There's probably a bad app- a- bad apples in a true compound area, right. But you get you get the gun hunter mentality, the, the negative one. And now you're letting them come into bow season with a crossbow with the same mentality. Oh, I have a crossbow. It shoots an arrow, but it's still kind of like a gun. Oh, this thing's running an it's open a bolt. field. It's, or bolt, whatever. <laughs> but you know and I mean, though, like, oh, he's 100 yards. I can shoot it. Or, yeah. oh, he's he's on a dead sprint. I'm going to fling. You get that same cement- tap. That's where I have a problem. Should, you maybe, you may- get
3: outside the ethical. Maybe place. maybe it'll humble
2: some of them, though, if they make a bad shot at that far with a, with an, a bolt and, you know, comparative to a gun yeah. where they take that shot with a gun. Maybe it'll humble some. Like, ah, maybe I shouldn't be doing shit like that that's and true. try to get them in maybe that's the only thing i hope the only thing i hope is like for the younger the younger generation i got a buddy who's got a couple boys and they crossbow hunt and they got one of them got his first deer this year and i asked him i said do you think now that he was able to use a crossbow will he ever transition mm-hmm. to a vertical bow and he said no yeah that's what scares me about it. Don't take the easy way out. But, you know, they probably had the same conversations back when it was recurved traditional versus compound, right? True. Oh, my God, these compound trash guys. It, they're going to have the same conversation we're having now. Right. But that's my biggest thing is it's a dying sport as it is. I mean, there's not many guys, especially to hear like a 30, when, when did you start, 37-ish, 36-ish? 36. You know, you don't hear a lot of like mid-30s guys getting into bow hunting and stuff like that versus <laughs> young kids. You're right. But... That, that's my biggest fear is yeah. like giving them the easy way
1: and and the the bad thing about it though is look at the world today i know everything's I know. like the easy way i know you know, I know. and so but, it's probably uh, gonna go that yeah. way no matter
2: what it but. will Ho- hopefully like their dads and stuff will make them like right. okay you had three or four years of doing this when you're younger you're old enough boy now it's time to pull back a bow and mm-hmm. then see and hopefully they fall in love with it like we all do but it, i'm sorry to you're i'm not trying to be that guy too like
1: i want everybody to hunt and enjoy it for whatever it is if it is a crossbow or whatever enjoy hunting i'm not saying that at all but it's it's like try compound first give it a shot give it the challenge if you can give it you know health wise and all that if you're able to draw back a bow give it a shot try it i promise you you're probably gonna love it but Maybe not. Maybe it's not everybody's cup of tea. And then whatever, do what you love. If that's cro- you know crossbow at that point, then so be it. At least we have a, someone that's hunting that's gonna you know um, back back hunting because we don't want this to go away, right? The more people we have in the sport, the stronger the better. We are the better for us, like right. a union, right? The more, right. yeah.
2: And and I'm, I agree. Like if they if they you know, gave it a year or so of trying it and said, Nah, it's not for me. Then go mm-hmm. back to crossbow. Psh, totally fine. At least right. you tried it and right. you know that you hate it. Right. Don't go out there and just
4: shoot like shit and shoot everything in the ass and not recover any of your deer and just have bad year after year after
2: year. Like, give that up. You're, if you shoot bad, don't do it. Yeah. Right. Just try it. Just at least. Give it a shot. Yeah, that's all. That's that's all I hope for the younger. And Plus, it can be guys. like fifty and
4: sixty in both
2: seasons. And, and before, it's really nice and outside. before
1: anybody yeah. snaps back and says, "Oh, you're a hypocrite." Did you ever try a, a traditional? Yes, I have. Yeah. I, I now I haven't hunted with traditional, and because I am not accurate enough to take that out hunting.
2: Oh, I shot them. But yeah. I have,
1: I have, a, I have a recurve bow, and from time to time I get it out because it is kind of fun. It I'm is not gonna fun. Lie. You know, use fingers and the whole thing, but I am not good enough or confident enough to take that out hunting. Fuck, so I can barely
3: hit one good at 17 and 24. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to do with the Right, it's, it's where you went back to the ethical part of it. Yes. It's, you, you look at shooting with the recurve. You don't feel confident enough to make a good shot to do that. Mm-hmm. And then you get into a compound. The only reason I the whole crossbow debate <clears> type <throat> thing is when it comes down to are you disabled enough to where you need that? I agree it does get more people into the sport. But we, I, what I see, you have kids that no, no way they could actually cock that crossbow back mm-hmm. the proper way that it's supposed to be done out there hunting, and just that's what they're going to take for granted. Right. And that's the only part that I have a little bit of a... Because of mine, growing up, I had to shoot 35 pounds. I had to grow myself, you know, mm-hmm. and make sure I could do it in comparison to... Well, my dad pulled this back and cocked it for me, and then I just got to shoot it.
2: Right. Right. And I think we're allowed to be like this. I think we're allowed to be, you know. Yes. I mean, it's an argument. It's a valid argument. It's not like we're picking on anybody. I'm not dissing on anybody.
1: you know no, it's, and it's I, a valid
2: argument. If you like, shoot a 200 inch deer with a crossbow, it's still a badass. I'm still going to congratulate you. I really don't care. But, like, you know, being accountable for pulling the weight, you're pulling all of it is where he mm-hmm. just talked about, like, crossbows, like some of these young, young kids. But you want to get them involved, it. I just hope they evolve to at least giving it a shot. Right. Just at least give it a shot, and if you hate it, that's fine. Right.
1: And that's that's where I'm at. I mean, it's the same thing with sports, though. I mean, look at all the arguments they have with sports, yeah, right? That's fair. There's
2: rules and regs for a reason, right? Because it
1: makes it a little bit more interesting, makes it a little bit harder, more challenging, yada, 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 right? People still go play basketball, just not NBA rules, right? Yeah. So it's, it's same with the hunting. Like, I'm not... Do what makes you happy. Do what what you're comfortable with. Like, and if you try a compound and you absolutely suck at it, which I'm sure, I think if you practice enough, you'd be okay. But whatever, if you tried it and been there, done that, and it's just not for you, by all means, I'd rather you hunt something, you know, hunt period than you know not at all. So
2: grab a grab a you know a crossbow. And some people may not have the time. I, mean, I understand that. Some people, you. you know, work six, yeah. seven days a week, and they can go out and sight their scope in within an hour, and they know what's going to be on. And I yeah. get that, too. I, I really get right. that, too. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to you don't want to miss. You want to
4: shoot the deer, you want to kill the deer. You want to hit the deer and yeah. use whatever you can.
2: But we're allowed to be controversial. We are. I mean, I'm still going to shake your hand on whatever you kill. But uh, yeah, I'm still going to give you of voice. I'm still going to talk but. shit, too.
1: But in the back of my head, I'm yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Zach killed a <laughs> fucking monster. That? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. 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 yeah,
4: Zach killed a monster, and we're still giving him shit about the shot. You know, it's still a dead fucking deer.
1: That, but you have to. You got to hold each other accountable, right? I mean, it, oh, and man. that's part of the camaraderie,
4: too. Like it is. Hunting. I like, got to try something. Jesus, <laughs> he shot
2: a monster. I mean, Because, yeah. you know, if
1: it was you, you know what he would be doing, that, right? Absolutely.
2: So you got to I've, jump I've heard nothing but shit. That's yeah. part of it. though. That's the part I enjoy. It's like, you know, we were back at the house when I did kill mine and his dad, man, he was <clears throat> riding me. Everything that we talked about, it's like, yeah, I don't know, but that gut shot. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. You're like, Take it easy right. here. You know, mochi you know, hopefully it was a reverse kind of karma because I did find the deer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I I had asked his dad, cause he was what, probably forty plus years of hunting. And I asked him, I said, What do you really think? And he said, I've never found one that I made a questionable shot on. I'm thinking, fuck, I'm never gonna find this thing. And it just we just got yeah. lucky, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean,
4: you can go back to like the year that I started hunting and Zach was like, Hey, watch these videos, watch this, watch this, learn everything you can. I'm like, All right, cool. And I watch all this shit and you know, I watch Months of videos, and he's like, "All right, what'd you learn?" I said, "Well, I learned you could shoot a fucking deer anywhere and kill it most of the time." <laughs> I said, That's "I've been true. watching all these videos. I watch these guys shoot them right in the asshole, and the thing dies." Yeah. So
1: dude, my, my grandpa's one of them, dude. I told Zach this too. My grandpa is the luckiest dude known to man. Like, right. I have never met anybody luckier. He's never killed one behind the shoulder. I'll just put that out there. He's killed a lot of deer, right? He's never put one behind the shoulder and kill it. It's either been the ass or the neck or the spine. He shoots him in the neck, and he'll find him every time. He's never lost a deer. Yeah, that's awesome. Dude's never lost. He'll shoot him in the neck, spine her ass, finds him every time. Me on the other hand, might as well not even look for that's, it because yeah. it's gone. You yeah. know? When
4: Zach called me that morning he's like, Hey, I shot a deer, he's like, I shot him twice. They weren't great and this and that. And I'm like, All right, fuck it, we're still coming, you mm-hmm. know? And we're driving out there and when we get there, Todd's drinking in the garage. Zach's <laughs> Zach's out back shooting his bow, figuring out what the fuck happened, you know, and <laughs> Wasn't a bow. You know, we, we had to take oh, the shot when he found it because when I shot mine, he's like, yeah, you shot him right where I told you. So when he shot his two days later, I was like, not where I would have shot it, but, you know. I think right. I heard a practice what you preach kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, something like that. But, you know, and then we're sitting there drinking. I told him, I said, remember, and we went back to that story. It's like, remember year one, and I told you, shoot it fucking anywhere. You know, I'm not pro- or promoting that to just mm-hmm. shoot at it, but make a good shot. And he was high, low, you know, Shit happens it works in those ways it does it just tells it you how much you
3: practice and everything else there's always always something can happen right and you that's where you look at god to just really help you mm-hmm. on that that part yep. of it but overall it's you never know what will happen yeah you i'm can shot practice at three as deer. much as you possibly can you watch people on tv everything else anything can happen yeah. you can. really can
1: i mean you can be 100 100 percent confident in yourself Right, But there's still human error in everything. Yeah, right? for sure. But, um, plus you got... So it's, it's really 50-50, right? You got your 50% and the deer's 50%. Or, or nature, let's put nature. Let's put it all in one category. You got, you know, it could be a twig that you don't see that's in between you. Hit it, your girl's gone. The deer has reaction time. It's a live animal. It can move, it can do whatever. Right? And then they're just tough animals. It, it's just... The list can go on and on and on. Right, But that's what makes it so challenging... I'm not saying you can't lose deer with gun because it happens, but you know, th- th- you have that firepower, right? You have that big old slug ripping through that thing, and it's going to do a lot of damage. Bow, yeah, there's some damage, but it doesn't have the the punch. So you have to be a little bit more precise, and it has to be. You can get lucky, but it has to be perfect almost every time. Right? I, like I said, I
4: shot at three deer, and I feel like I've done the same thing all three times. I've killed two deer, and I'd missed one. So. Mm-hmm. It, You can only do what you can... I didn't miss him. I hit him. I just wasn't the shot.
1: You can do everything you can. Everything still has to work perfect that morning, that evening, whatever. Slightest wind, whatever. It could be so much as... Because I found this out one time. You know, I I, I shoot. I used to shoot. I don't shoot as much as I need to Mm -hmm. anymore, but I used to shoot all the time. Well, you're... Yeah, go ahead. Your fletching was... Your fletching starts getting wore out or it gets through Uh. a target and it gets bent. Is that because you shoot a whisker biscuit? And Yes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm I'm (laughs) which I'm changing this year. I am going to QAD, but can I can I give you advice on that part? Mm -hmm. Look at a rip cord compared to a QAD. Mm -hmm. Just for the fact that I had a QAD and it quit falling. Really, a rip cord will always fall in comparison to a QAD, but they're very similar in their operations and everything. Mm -hmm. I'll have a
4: look. I didn't I didn't know that one. I think I've had both. I think my first bow had a rip cord and the one I have now has the QAD.
3: QAD does the ultra rest. Mm -hmm. But I had a a moment where I was shooting in my backyard and I noticed it just started flying weird. Mm -hmm. Well, I noticed my rest was still up. And it was because the mechanics of it a rip cord will always fall no matter what because as soon as you put tension on it, mm-hmm. it falls. Okay, now
1: on the rip, because I'm new to the game at this part, right? Yeah, on the fall away rest, and yep. I was always leery when they first came out because it's a mechanical, it has something has to work, yeah, to shoot, you're, right?
3: You're putting another variable in, right?
1: There. Right, so I was always leery. I'm gonna do it, they've been out long enough. But do the rip cords have like the arm that goes that keeps your arrow contained? Kind of, it has
3: like a little bracket over the top side of it, okay? It'll always stay in there, and it's like the U part of it mm-hmm. that the arrow sits in is identical to what a QAD is. Okay, okay. That's where, as soon as I shot my bow and it did not fall, and that, that was a variable that now came into it, mm-hmm. and that's why I went away from them. Okay. Because of dealing with that. That's why I went to ripcord, because I know that every time I shoot, it's going to fall, mm-hmm. no matter what I, what happens, because of how the mechanics of that actual rest was. Right. So that, I would just advise that
1: no no I, I appreciate that cuz like I said I'm new to that like I've, I've yeah. been since I've shot a bow it's been a whisker biscuit you know yeah. and
4: the rib cord fell I never had I mean I've only had it for two years so I of course haven't had trouble out of the QAD. but because I switched over when I bought my new bow and i he's like well do you want this and this and I was like well fuck yeah move everything over I'm not buying a $200 Matthews quiver and all mm-hmm. this shit and they're gonna give me enough shit I'll probably end up buying one this year but you know all Right. It, the brands of that, the science of that, there is a shit ton that goes into it. I don't know hardly anything about it, but you know, just hearing Todd talk about, it, knowing he's worked in the bow shops, it's like, well, hell, maybe mine's a problem, but it's not a problem till it
1: is, right? And, and I've never really had problems with the Whisker Biscuit. I haven't. It's been a good rest for me. I've killed deer. The thing, why I want to get away from it, and it's not really like I have to or I want, right? I, I guess I kind of want to. And the reason being is holes giving you shit about it. No, it's not even. <laughs> it's not, it's not so a,
3: You get a lot of wear and tear out of a whisker biscuit. You do. If you shoot blazers, that they usually last longer. Mm-hmm. When you're get into that that normal four-inch vein that most arrows have right. on it, you can't shoot them very long before you have to replace them. Mm-hmm. Compared to a fall away, there's just no wear and tear on your fletches at right. that time.
1: And I've learned too with a whisker biscuit, and I do do this every year. I'll change the the biscuit part. Right. The 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 whiskers or whatever um and because they do the amount of times i shoot it does it does get it gets worn out and i know you you have that black piece that's the the mm-hmm. harder whiskers on it or whatever that yeah. actually props your arrow up but you look on the side they start getting worn out and it's every time you shoot there is a there it's it's, it's weaker right it might be weaker so your arrow flight coming out of that whisker biscuit right and, and especially if you shoot a lot and or go through the target you know your your um, fletching wears out a little bit and it can cause the arrow to do funky things. So that's where I'm kind of... Well, that's where I'm going this year is doing a drop away. I've just heard a lot of good things about them. They've been around for a while. Um, a lot of good things, and I'm, I'm going to try it. I'm, I'm on your team for it. Mm-hmm. I, I know you gave me shit about it a lot, but... Me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. my thing is, too, it's like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know, And I have. Yeah. I've killed a lot of deer. have had a lot of success with Whisker Biscuit. Not do- knocking them at all, but... Um, and it's, it's it's fine. It's fine to change and and maybe fine tune some of your your hunting too, um, or your gear. And that's where I guess we can kind of get into that too. Is the gears? I know we touched in on you know people just getting into it. You don't want to maybe spend a thousand dollar bow or more and and all this gear, especially if you don't know if you're going to like it or not. But there is a fine line, right? right? And so you want I again I'm not telling anybody what to do. This is just. This is just me talking here or us talking, but you want something that you're comfortable with, right? That fits you and, um, going to get the job done as quickly as possible, right? We don't, no one wants to see a deer suffer. And like I hit on earlier too, with a little story, you know, I, I, when I said I was going to quit bow hunting, I used, they looked like muzzies and they were really, really small they were cheap, but the, they didn't, they didn't cut enough. There was not enough there to do damage to kill that deer fast enough or, or, or kill it where we could find it yeah, right you don't
3: you don't make that wound channel that you're looking for to make that blood be able to find it right
1: right and so basically I mean do your research too listen to podcasts listen to guys that's been in it for a while trial and error we've all been there and and, and there's so, that's the thing about the hunting industry right now there's so much stuff out there and I'm not saying one's better than the other.
2: There's a lot of good things you can pick from, but
1: do the research.
2: Dude. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another thing I was going to talk like touch on when you're talking about gear and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So my wife, you know, she's into bow hunting and stuff like that, and she shoots a low poundage. So her her broadheads are actually 85 grain, and mm-hmm. I can't remember what broadhead we bought. It, it's 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 a fixed blade three, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if like the big brands, the Rage and the Schwacker, do they make an 85 grain? I mean that's a pretty low grain I don't think so I think a lot is... of
3: times you're gonna find a hundred and so and that's but that's what I know I shoot. Muzzy did make a lower grain arrow for a while it's and hers might made. Flo- uh four blade version that they had for a long time and but you also got to look at a lot of times when you get into that grain is you need an arrow that can do the penetration right mm-hmm. so if you, you keep the weight down because you're worried about speed too much you might get to where an arrow is so light it can't penetrate right and so you got to look at what's that number? What's that magical number? Which, if you don't deal with it a lot, you don't think about it as much. But when you get an arrow that's in that 400 grain arrow, that arrow punches. Mm-hmm. you yeah. And And you learn over time shooting different type of things that, like me, full metal jackets with the, the Easton that made for a while. Yep. That arrow punched hard. Mm -hmm. Man, you
2: couldn't even get those out of a fucking 3D target. You saw
3: how far (laughs) it penetrated, too, every time I hit it. We go shoot... But, again, you're going to pay for it. Oh, yeah. Right.
2: We would shoot contests and stuff. I'm like, dude, I'm not pulling your arrows. Like, my hands are shot. I got blisters trying to pull your shit out. Like, go pull your own arrows. Right. Well, I mean, and and talking about the poundage, too, and just rage because I know them.
1: So a rage, how that works is... When they're folded back, you can see on the you know, on the tip of it, you can see like a wing, right? Right. And so, how that works for people that don't know, when it hits that deer and it hits the hide, those wings hit the hide, and then it deploys the 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 um, blades from the rear, right. which I like. I don't like the folding from the you know the front back. I like the 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 rear deploying blades, but with a lower poundage too, you got to watch that too, right? Because hide is pretty tough. So. There might be some discrepancy there, you know. What I mean, if you have a fast, hard-hitting bow, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of force there that's depl- deploying those blades. Where maybe a 35 pound bow, 45, you know, 40 pound bow. I'm not saying it won't deploy, but it might take a lot more. Yeah, too. I would
3: say one of the times the lower poundage you shoot, the more you should look at a fixed blade. But me and me and Zach have had this conversation a few times of you can shoot a bullet through a deer and that hide can expand so much that that bullet might not exit the opposite side it went all the way through the cavity went through everything but that bullets literally sitting right on the edge of the meat and the, the hide side because mm-hmm. that, that hide can stretch a lot more mm. than what you think of especially when it mushrooms it's a flat surface going through there right it does its initial shock damage that it does but when it comes to actually penetrating through the other side it doesn't do it. That's
2: mm-hmm. well, like we talked to, like you know, I was talking about my second arrow that I shot, 24 yards or whatever. And we were looking for the arrow, couldn't find it. Well, we did find it. It was still in the deer, but it was only barely held on um, by the veins. The veins and the knock was still inside, but the rest of it was sticking out. So we did find the arrow. But like he was saying, I was like, "Golly, am I shooting that low with poundage? I can't even put one through at 25." And he's like, "Well, you're going through a lot of shit. You're going through right. the hide, you're going through all the gut, you're hitting the other side of the hide, and..." And you have two and a half inch yeah, of cut. blade. Right. That's a lot of drag. It, it's just hard to get all the way through all of it. That's a guy. It makes sense. I mean, right. it makes sense. And,
1: and and that's another thing we talked about on the phone too is is like the the pass through thing, right? But don't get me wrong. I want to pass through. Yeah. Because you have especially out of a tree stand, you know your entry is going to be higher than your your exit, so you have to wait for the blood to get up to that level to have a blood trail, unless it comes out of their their nose, right? If you get them in the lung. Um, the deer's gonna die if you hit it in the, if you'll hit it in the lung without a pass through. But I like to have a blood trail, especially if it's thick or something. You want to find it, right? A lot easier. Right. But yeah. I wouldn't put a lot of st- a lot of stress on the pass through thing either. Right. The deer's gonna die. Yes, it's easier if you have a pass through because it lower the, the exit win. But um, yeah, I, I hear a lot of people. You know, it's it's, it's,
3: it's the pass pass through, pass through, pass through. It's more about shot placement. You're dealing more like we say. If you shot a field point. And hit the exact right spot you're supposed you're, to hit you're gonna kill him that mm-hmm. that animals going to die but mm-hmm. when it comes down to it you want to pass through with that bigger cut for the fact of it's gonna cause a bigger wound channel Yep. and then you're gonna have an easier time of tracking yeah and, and I we're think we're with him for.
2: with him being a beginner hunter too that's that was a big concern of his on the first one he shot you didn't get the pass through and you know you and I we discussed it we talked right. about it and even on the second one you didn't get a pass through where you hit that deer, that deer went 40 yards. Mm-hmm. Even with the pass-through, I've seen him go farther than 40 yards. Right. So, and I know it was, like, a, a concern for him, for sure, because he was like, do I have enough poundage? Do I have the right arrow? Do I have enough weight to get through the deer? You 100% do, but you stuck him so good and hit the offset shoulder. I mean, you broke offset shoulder with a bow. Right.
1: Like, well, I mean, so, like, with a pass-through, right? I'm not saying you can't do it with a rage because I have. The doe I shot this year was a pass-through. Um got lucky could have went between ribs whatever you know there's a lot of um, variables variables. there we go (laughs) words (laughs) are hard they are (laughs) especially when you're drinking Um, take it easy on them (laughs) twisted (laughs) (laughs) teeth but you know, you'll have pass-throughs. But when I look at a broadhead, I'm not looking at is it going to pass through or not. I'm looking at the cutting damage. What's it going to do when it's in that animal? And I want as much damage internally internally yeah. as I possibly can because it's going to die quicker, right? I don't want the animal suffering. I want it to die really quick and be able to find it, right? So, again, muzzies have been proven. People kill them all the time with muzzies, but they're a smaller diameter. Where I like Rage 2 is you have two and a half inches, so bow hunting there is human error in it right so if you are a little maybe a little farther back or maybe you don't put the perfect shot on it you have a little leeway there and it's it's came in it's came in handy right it has I I've, I've put a, a questionable shot on the deer found it killed it dead you know 40 50 yards but it was because of that two and a half inch cut you know that you have it, it gave me a little something there I just right? think
2: anything anything inside the cavity you know middle back whatever you just a lot if of people...
3: In, you got to think of, too, if you're inside that diaphragm, you're you're causing where they can't breathe. Yeah, it's internal damage. I mean, it yeah. just... Because now they have a hole in a spot where it's not supposed to be. Yeah. And now, if, especially with the chest area, you, they're going to suffocate.
2: Even if you hit too far back, like, the biggest thing I think a lot of people screw up on is getting on them too quick. Yeah, yeah. And we, we probably should have waited on mine. We probably should have. I mean, we waited four and a half hours before we went to look for it, but... The more and more we had we had tracked with our experience, it was more like it's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, it wasn't just like drip, drip, drip. Yeah. I mean, it was like, okay, this is really good blood. And I think like most people that track deer, you're gonna know within the first hundred yards if you should just call it a day mm-hmm. and get the hell out, or right. if you should pursue the animal. And we were kind of the same way. Like, this is good enough for us to where we don't have to question and every five yards you know you stand here for 10 minutes and let me look on the ground for a dot it wasn't like that right
3: but one thing you learn over time that that's one of the things that you learn over time definitely is reading a blood trail for sure we took the time and we were slow at it we didn't just rush and saw blood and go we walk 25 yards fallen blood pretty good blood and then we glass yeah we look ahead of ourselves because the main thing you don't want to do is jump. You always hear that you don't want to jump that animal. So you're sitting there and you're 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 slowly, methodically moving. We saw we could see blood, you know, another twenty yards ahead of where we were at, but we stopped. We glassed, make sure we weren't seeing that animal anywhere because it's that is where you cause problems, especially property lines, that kind of stuff that you can deal with. But the main fact is that you slowly take your time. And, and look ahead of yourself a little bit so you don't cause that 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 problem right. down the road. Yeah. And
4: like with my deer, so when I shot mine, I got down, I walked to the arrow. He was 20 yards from there. I walked straight to him. Mm-hmm. I text Todd, I'm like, I got him, he's right here. He goes, did you follow the blood? I was like, why the fuck would I follow blood? He's 20 yards away. Right. So, But we did. But then we... I walked all the way back to where I shot him. We made you follow the blood. Yeah, yeah. right. And, you know, I can see the blood okay, I can try, but like even at that, had I been chasing, I would have been like, man, this isn't a lot of blood. There were spots that had a lot, there were spots that were just little dots, and I'm trying to see it, and see the path, even though I knew where he went, and part of that is because I don't have depth perception, so I have to kind of chase it, and follow it, and find out, but I watched through, and I watched the blood, and they were having these guys with me, like, immediately they saw it. Mm -hmm. They could look around, they could scan it, they could see it immediately, and I'm looking, I'm like, I don't see a thing i see leaves i see nothing right but i knew where he went and i could follow it and then just walking back even though knowing i had a dead deer there i walked back to 20 yards away and i followed the blood trail the whole way to get to there Mm -hmm.
1: i think that's a big thing too with hunting it's not a lot of people think it's just a shot i mean it is a big thing is the shot but reading a blood trail and tracking a deer is crucial right i mean i I follow a bunch of Facebook pages, right? And it's every year; it's always. So, mm-hmm. does someone have a dog? Does someone have a dog? I need right. a tracking dog. And I get it; bad shots happen. But reading a blood trail, I, I'll say I've never used a dog to track a deer. Me either. But it's because a lot of that is because I know how to read the blood trail, right? And for instance, I have a buck on my wall over there. I shot in Illinois. Good buck. I shot him just a little front, more you know, a little more front than I would like. I knew I got his lung. No pass through. Stuck in the shoulder. Um, I got down, which if I don't hear, if I don't see them or hear them crash, I'm waiting 45 minutes at least. So didn't hear them crash. Nothing. Got down, regrouped, found my arrow or no, I did not find my arrow, but I found blood and it was bubbly blood. Bubbly, bubbly blood. It means it's oxygenated, has oxygen in it, whatever. And which means it's coming out of their mouth or their lungs are pushing it out, putting oxygen in it. So that's a good sign. So I knew I had a, 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 a fatal shot. We tracked him for 60 yards, no deer. At that point, something's wrong, right? So we backed out. I waited six hours. Why not? He's not going anywhere, right? If he's dead, he's dead. <clears throat> waited six hours. We came back, tracked Or no, we waited three hours. We came back, tracked a little bit longer. We went like 150 yards. And my buddy Cohen, we, we were on this uh, cow pasture, we looked to our left, and there was this drop off to this creek, and we saw him laying there, and he was still alive. His head was still up. He was looking at us. And I'm like, "Shit!" So we back out, and I'm like, "How's this thing not dead yet?" You know, there's, and it was good blood, and it was bubbly blood the whole way. I was like, "How's this thing still alive?" Backed out. I then we waited another three hours, so it was six hours total. Went back, found him dead, right where he was laying. What happened was, I got one lung. Yeah, kill. It was gonna kill him. Just took him a little bit longer to get there, um, but it all came down to the blood, right? So like liver shots. You're gonna you're looking at um the dark. blood's gonna be dark and frothy, real thick and, and looks like jello yep. almost, right? Dark so blood. It's gonna kill the deer. I would wait at least eight hours for that. You know, they're gonna probably bleed to death before anything, but wait eight hours. You know, if you see that dark, frothy blood. If you don't see any blood at all, or if your arrow stinks, I mean that's another thing. If you can find your arrow, smell it. If it's like a foul foul smell it's, that was it's a gut
2: shot that was the hard part with our with my buck on the second shot you know we, we had talked about and we said if we can find the arrow it can tell the story mm-hmm. real quick Yep. well he carried it the whole way till his death so it was really hard to find it so we just have to go off our experience on what we found you know on the blood trail which it was bright <clears> bright red blood and you know there was puddles here and there and it's a the
3: nice part about having two people on a tree at that time is we knew where the shot placement was yeah it was, like, when you're in the, in the moment, there's a lot of times you can't remember exactly where that shot was, but you feel like you shot it there. When you have two people, somebody's going to know at that time. It was like, okay, shot placement's there, and that's what you're going off your judgment off of. Right. In comparison to, like, that. Yeah, there's plenty of times, and we've dealt with it, where you feel like you made a good shot, but you just, you're one person, and you have the adrenaline going, and you feel like you did what you're supposed to, but... There's a point also where you always question yourself. Right. I mean, and, and
1: there's always the question too. It's like, okay, you could have smoked that deer, but did you get the penetration? Right. Did you, did you, you, you would like to think that, but it could have, you could have hit a rib straight on, right, and only got you know, deflection. L- deflection. Yeah. Or, you know, I use rage, it's never failed me. But there is, there's room for error. Maybe it, it doesn't open didn't up. it didn't open up. Right? Maybe it didn't open up. Never had the problem, but maybe it didn't open up. So even though you smoke the deer and you're like, oh yeah, that thing's dead. Still find that blood trail. Make sure you want to, if you see that bubbles, you're more than likely you're pretty good, right? Yeah. And, and, like, and like Todd said, take it slow.
4: Right. Take it slow. And like my deer went 20 yards. Had the arrow not been there, there wasn't a ton of blood right where I shot. Mm-hmm. But Having the arrow, I could see blood all the way up the arrow. If it wasn't there and I'd have went down and I would have looked, I would have called these guys and like, there's not a lot of blood. I don't know what to do here. Mm-hmm. But just seeing that there was blood all the way up it, we knew, and I saw the deer 20 yards. He only went 20 yards. But I've seen pictures of guys that show the woods, and there's like blood everywhere. It looks like a CSI scheme. Mm-hmm. Like a you massacre. Know?
0: Yeah, and I'm sitting here yeah, looking I've at like, there
4: man there's not a lot of blood cuz i i didn't hit the heart the heart was fully intact when we got it but he went 20 yards i shot exactly where i've been told to shoot where mm-hmm. i've practiced shooting there was blood it was all the way up the arrow but when i
1: came down i was like man there's not a lot of blood here what the hell all right man you know? and it does take time sometimes like especially when you don't have a, an exit channel that's the right. you have to part. wait for it to yeah
2: to to fill right. up or come out of their mouth which could be twenty yards. Which you know, I think I think on yours you clip the top of it, but you you clip the top of the heart, but you punched. I mean right. the lungs were destroyed. Uh, I mean you like it the said, top I said, I I knew it. when he took off and the front legs didn't work. I was like,
4: man, I know I hit him, but then you know it gets in your mind and you think about it, and then you get down and there's not a
1: lot of blood, and you're like, shit, what happened? Yeah, yeah. I I guess the biggest thing to stress is don't get in a rush. Right, but the hunt is still not over. That's the hunt's huge. not over till you put your hands on the on the That's animal. Right, and. So when you shoot it, even if you're 100 percent confident, I would, unless you see him fall or hear him crash, and even at that, I guess you can argue it because they can get back up. But
3: oh, they can. But I've seen that happen um, before. Yeah, too, yeah, huh? yeah. But
4: it's it just—he was 40 yards from my tree stand, and there was one tree that blocked me from seeing it. So that cost me an hour and a half a heartbreak. Of like. Son of a bitch, this is year two this happened again. Right. Well, just,
1: just, I mean, that's the thing. Just don't give up on it. I think a lot of people get, I want to find it, I want to find it. And I get it. I get the same way. Like, you want to get that animal. But just, just take your time. Like, if the thing's dead, it ain't going anywhere. Right. right? So, just take your time. Regroup. I mean, like, I I like to live in the moment, too. Right? Like, relive that, you know, in that 45 minutes to an hour that you're sitting in the stand freaking out, replay the hunt. You know, make sure that you saw, you know, Try to remember what you saw was correct, right? Just right. bask in it a little bit. Then you can get down. If you have an arrow there, look at it. If you don't, try to find the first blood. And mark it, too, because when you get out of a stand, everything looks different anyway. It does. So yeah. mark it, too. Get your bearings. I don't know look how many blood. times,
3: like what you're saying, I've, I've said, I'm going to stay up in the tree. You're going to come to me, and I'm, I'm going to let you follow that initial because it is hard to see. Mm-hmm. When you get down to that ground level, it You can't see that same trail that the deer came Right.
4: So when I shot my deer, he was 20 yards. I'm like, that was awesome. That's exactly what I wanted. When I got down on the ground to go look for that arrow, I was like, holy shit, that's really far away. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't have the depth perception, so the eyes are a big thing for me. And when I got down, I was like, son of a bitch, that's really far. And I walked out to it and looking there, And like I said, I saw two deer afterwards. So here I am thinking I'm causing all this commotion and two deer come in anyways. And it's the rut, man. W- mm-hmm. Once you get to it, and then I see him twenty yards away, I'm like, sweet. I didn't check for blood, minus what was right there.
1: Right. Well, and, and another thing too is, it's not even really the tracking. It's after the shot. Right. You know, watching the the animals' uh, mannerisms, like usually if, if you're if it's a fatal shot, that tail is going to be tucked under you know in between their legs. You know that's a good sign. Or if you see the mule kick, you know very good sign. Now you have those those instances where they just run out, run like a bat out of hell, but still watch them. You know what I mean? Like usually if you smoke them and, and there's not a lot of adrenaline rushing, like it, a lot of things play into this, but sometimes you'll smoke them and you'll see them run out like a, like run out of like a, a bat out of hell. Right. But then they will end up slowing down and stopping for a second. That's because they're getting ready to go. That's right? a, That's what mine yeah. does. You watch, I mean. watch, see if they get kind of, they start getting like a uh, dizzy, like they start losing their balance. Look for all that stuff. Like, So, when you, and it's hard to do, I get it. When you release the arrow, it's not done. Keep your eyes peeled on that animal and
2: watch how it's running or walking or however it goes. Watch it. That's like on my buck when I shot him the second time, he was hauling ass to the south. I mean, he was, but then he got what, 85 yards and he just stopped and was slowly walking. We mm, knew he was hurt. mm -hmm. You could tell he was hurt when I hit him. We were just slowly walking. That's where we knew it's just going to take time. I mean, yeah. that's, that's all it is. It's going to take time. We're going to find him probably, but it's going to take a lot of time to right. just And then that too. Like yeah, I I found this. I mean, I knew this before, but I
1: really I guess noticed it this year. So my dad shot a real nice fucking gun season. And we saw him die. We saw him fall over. But we still went to the blood cuz I wanted to see. He was using a 350 legend, I think. So we never shot a deer with 350 legend. We kind of want to see what the blood draw was anyway. Cool guns too. Yeah, they were. He smoked it. We saw, we knew it was dead, but we got on the blood trail. and We're following the blood trail, and you could tell it was bubbly and everything was good. But one thing that kind of and I've seen this before, but you can see his hoof prints digging into the ground. And usually, I mean, if it's muddy, it's one thing, but this was kind of a drier day. When you see him digging into the ground and like clawing, hu- that's are hurt. A, they're hurt. They're they're using everything they have to get them to so pull themselves up or, or run. So I I do, there's there's sometimes too, like where with a rage, they usually leave a a good blood trail, but you'll come to a spot where there's no blood. And I'll look for put like prints, like where they're clawing, you know, and and you can kind of get back on blood that way. But there's a lot of things that go into it
3: too. The first deer I ever shot, I never really knew that I hit it Mm -hmm. because you always see those scenarios of, oh, I feel like that deer is going to take off. It's going to, the tuck tail, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. That deer literally just turned 180 and just kept walking. And I never knew that I really put I I felt like I shot well but I didn't know until I saw it go to a certain area and fall over right but overall the initial shot thinking everything you've seen everything you feel like you know all oh, that deer is gonna take off hundred miles an hour and then just fall over right yeah it, it wasn't it, that scenario I mean it's
2: weird how, how many of them are like that too because my 22 buck that I shot with my gun I heart shot him on the first shot. All he did was mule kick, and then he started walking. I'm like, <laughs> nope. Right. Racked another yeah, one in yeah, there. And, one. But when I got over to him, I'm like, pfft, absolutely drilled him right. on the first one. Well, I
1: had a doe a couple of years, probably three or four years ago. I shot a doe. She came 10 yards. I mean I drilled her. Without a doubt, I knew she was dead. I'm like, done. When I shot her, and she was a big doe. She was. A, she came in with two fawns, but they weren't nursing off of her, so I felt okay taking
3: her. <laughs> You don't have to put justification. You ain't got to them. preach to me, I brother. I don't, yeah. I don't care if they got yeah. milk on their lips. Yeah. Uh-huh. But she was get out the way, right?
2: My dad always said, "If you shoot the, if you shoot the mom, you might as well shoot the baby." I'm like, "Amen." If I there ain't, ain't no spots, I'm slinging one. Right, right.
1: Well, I shot her, drilled her, passed through the whole thing, and I saw her run off. And um, well, she didn't even run; she kind of like walked fast, and she went like twenty yards. I could see her, and she just stood there. And dude, I saw blood pumping out of her. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's she's gonna fall right there. And I'm watching, and watching, tail tucked, everything. She's gonna she's gonna lose her balance. It's done deal. I'm gonna watch her do- die twenty yards from the tree. She just kept standing there. <laughs> Next thing I know, she starts walking away real slow. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I'm like what? Like I drilled her. There's no way you're still alive. And now I'm listening for crash. Never heard nothing. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, what happened? Did it not deploy? What's going on? So I wait 45 minutes. I climb down. I get on blood, bubbly blood. It's everywhere. I mean, everywhere. And I could see it pumping out when she stopped it. And it was, it was pumping. I'm like, there's no more blood in her. That was how much blood she left. Like she has to be dry. And so I follow blood a little bit, and uh, um, walk down this hill. And I get like halfway down the hill. I look up, and I, I, hear some rustling. I look up, and there's a doe standing up. And you could tell like she was barely standing how it was. But she walked over the hill. And I'm like. That was her. And she's still alive after 45 minutes. But yeah. you, I could tell she was spent. But I'm like, dang, dude. Like, what's going on? I back out. I wait five to six hours. I went back to... We had deer camp that, that weekend. Went back to camp. Had a couple of beers. I was like, I don't know what the heck's going on, but whatever. Me and my brother went back. She went... From where I saw her get up, she went five yards and fell back over. Stiff as a boar. Yeah. And we, we gutted her. Dude, I blew both lungs out, everything. She just had the will live. You know? But it's... It, that does, and that haunted me for a while because of the next year, you know, I shot a deer, um, you know, and it kind of did the same thing. I'm like, oh, crap, you know, here we go again. But I found that one. I didn't have to wait five hours. So it, stuff can change. They do have the will to live, and there's a lot of adrenaline there too, but um, I'm having a phone call, but yeah. she can't wait. Well, it's like I said, we I got mean, the one-hour rule, man. When you're
4: walking through the woods and shit, you can't see the hills. You don't know what's happening three feet on the other side right. of that hill, so right. but you don't want to push. I saw the deer exactly where he was and even at that I was like, Well fuck, if I walk over here and he jumps up, what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. It it's just hard to tell what's going on out
1: there. It is and and it is hard. I mean, you can you can be dialed in and experienced you know, hunter and, and and look at their mannerisms and in, in the blood. And there's still those there's always those what ifs. You don't know what's going on. Um God, and I get it, you know, that's part legs. that's part of hunting. You get through <laughs> But, I mean, and it is. there. There is those instances where it messes with you, too. But the biggest thing is give them, when in doubt, give them time. Yeah. If they're dead, they're still going to be there in
2: five hours, you know? That's why I say the the hour, if I don't see them fall, it's an hour plus. Even if I know I made a 10-ring shot on it, I'm giving it an hour. But, hell, when you think about it in the tree stand, after you shoot one, after you let everybody know you shot one and – you get everything down you get everything packed up and you get down I'm gonna walk back to the truck we've already been 45 plus minutes that's another probably 10 15 minutes back to walk and then start you know start the trail it's real slow it's it's you're an hour plus before you ever find it anyways but that's just with all the experiences Todd and I had together throughout all the years it's if you don't see it fall it's an hour plus if you know you made a piss poor shot we can go back and assess on how bad the shot was I will say too something that's helped me in the in the
1: past is the Drury Brothers have an app, and on the app, there's a shot placement. Is it the Deercast thing? The Deercast thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I will say, I mean, it, it, I don't know what it costs, but it's, I mean, it's fairly cheap. But I will say that saved my bait quite a bit. Um, for instance, the buck I shot in Illinois, um, I was like, man, like there's blood, it has bubbles in it, what's going on here? And that's one thing I did do. I was like, I downloaded the Deercast, and this is not a promotion, this is seriously just what I, I used. But I got on there and there's a on, on the app. It shows it, you know, the deer, and you can position that deer exactly how you shot it, and you put the crosshairs exactly where your arrow or your bullet, whatever. But in, in my instance, it was an arrow. I put it right to where I shot it, and then it'll give you a list. I mean, of of videos that throughout the all their years of hunting, how long they waited and what you probably hit. Right. That's pretty cool. And and one of the, and all the videos that I was watching, it was it was yeah, you got lung, maybe maybe heart, but. Yeah, you got one. Uh, a, at least a You're probably gonna want to wait four to six hours. Some people were finding them right off the bat, but the average time was about six hours. So I was like, okay, I'm waiting six hours, and we found him. So that is a, a useful tool that we have now at our, at our disposal. We can use, but um, it, it just don't get discouraged. I guess is what I'm saying. Like yeah. when, you're, when you're, there's a lot of options there, you can use.
2: So. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I agree a hundred percent too. And um, you know, what we're we, hour and forty five into this or mm-hmm. something like hour that. Hour forty five. That's pretty good. So yeah. I guess, like in closing here, Josh, um, you know, congratulations. <coughs> number one, I'm proud of everything you did. You know, I watched you. I've watched you develop as um, a beginner hunter to, you know, you're starting to get into it a little bit more. Um, proud with the shot placement. I mean, you drilled the deer. You found the deer, and the work you put in this year. Um, I guess I would ask you, do you have any advice for, you know, maybe an older guy getting into it or even the younger guys as far as, like, a beginner hunter? Yeah, I mean, like, so for me, the big thing this year,
4: this is my third year into it, put in the time, practice. Don't be afraid to make a bad shot. Just, like, you're going to go out there, things are going to happen. It is really day by day, go out there every day. I mean, I probably put in more hunts this year than I ever have. Uh, even though I've already killed a deer, I was like, just go every single day, see as much as you can, and I did a great year this year. I killed my first turkey this year, so that's the other part. Like, we'll get into turkey hunting on a different episode, but put in the time, shoot it, stay patient, wait for the deer you want, don't rush it. Patience, patience, patience is the biggest thing for me. Like, I used to think, when I saw a deer, I thought, man, I got 30 seconds to shoot this thing before he's gone. Just calm down just be ready do everything right that you can if it works out good for you it does get good stuff be ready to make
2: the shot and do it yeah for sure like I said congratulations again on your buck I mean as a stud you know in my opinion as long as I've been hunting that was a stud took me a long time to kill something like that mm-hmm. so you know to do it as your second buck and with a bow right um you know I'm, I'm proud man I'm proud of you that's all I can say Todd you got anything you want to say
3: uh most of all i appreciate you guys having me today um i think there's a lot of good conversation there about getting into it i'd say i've seen josh grow quite a bit over just the the little bit amount of time that he's done it i've got to spend a lot of time with him and see how he presents himself with it so it's it's fun to see that growth within him for sure
1: yeah absolutely yeah i mean just talking to you here and hearing your story i i can tell the growth too like you know, and, and I can kind of relate back to when I first started like that's how you know I did it was yeah. it was patience and that that's one of the hardest things you can do is to learn the patience when it comes to deer hunting and and you're doing a great job I'm happy as hell for you congratulations again thank you. thank you um and you're on the right track for sure man so yeah so um yeah I guess that'll be it for this podcast it's a longer one than normal but Heck, it went smooth, right? And oh yeah. Keep talking if you got it. This is my last beer, so we probably <laughs> ought to wrap it. Right, we got to refill. I only brought eleven. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, we uh like as always, we appreciate you guys all listening and tuning in every week. Um, we have a lot more com- content coming
2: down. Um, so I guess next week, next week I I get my buck back. Mm-hmm. So next Sunday we're gonna. He's not done yet, but I'm taking the uh, the skull cap and the rack. I'm gonna take it up and get it scored, so it'll be here on the table. So you get your hands on it. Mm-hmm. We gotta I'll... talk about that picture, by the way. Like I know I took the picture,
4: but I don't know why we posted the one with his gigantor fucking deer and my oh yeah, it was his buck behind. It. Yeah. 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 yeah, absolute yeah. bullshit that we took that picture. Like it wasn't but like one a, of him holding it's fine it's not my fault i got bad cameramen i'm bigger i'm six fucking two you took
2: the picture though <laughs> well
4: i'm just saying i'm six two a deer doesn't look that big next to me compared to you that's fair uh, yeah. that's a valid that's point
2: yeah. yeah but we'll have it in we'll have it here uh next week so you get your hands on it and mm-hmm. then you know if these guys come back or whatever um for sure i'd love to have them back yeah man. Um, everybody can get their take on it and get your guess on it. Mm-hmm. And um, when we get him officially scored, we can dig into that. And I know we got some other things coming up with some controversy on some yeah uh, um,
1: we'll
2: some just, some surveys and surveys. Uh, yeah,
1: like the Indiana, they release a survey every year. Um, they have some questions on there that I've had conversations and questions about for a long time. So I'm kind of glad they're you know, up to date with all this stuff.
2: I was, su- I was pleasantly surprised to see that in there Yeah, me on too. the survey. I thought, wow, okay. They
1: actually paying attention? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause I, I think a lot of people diss on Indiana sometimes on how they run the, you know, run the, the uh, hunting part of it. But, um, I was very pleasantly supply, surprised on some of the questions just to hit on one of them is I think the next episode, like I said, you, we're going to hit on your deer, talk about it a little bit more. And then, uh, it's, it's going to be basically like UAV recovery you know the drones bad. baby the drones uh, i think we all have our own perspectives on it but we'll get into that in more detail but that's something to look forward to in the next episode and uh yeah man it was, it was a good time guys Hell yeah appreciate it thanks man. guys yeah. for coming thank you guys
2: appreciate you guys you got
1: cold
4: beer i'll be back next week oh we yep.
0: will so all right thanks for listening talk to you later